This game is played by adults, going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This series of podcasts take place in between the episodes of the main Check Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode takes place in canon sometime in the middle of the events of episode 63. It is March 6th of the year 763 of the Third Era. The party is departing Ostervik and, well, Sol's mind has been racing. I... There's a million options you want to do, right? Like, you want to stay true to your friends and, you know, of course not give up the world because it's your world. And at the same time, you also understand... Well, I understand Isha's standpoint. I understand he wants to make the world, the, the universe, I should say, perfect. And... Maybe he's just not going about it the right way. Maybe I could find a solution that no one's looking at. Maybe because he was an angel, he wasn't supposed to ask those questions. But I'm not, or at least I wasn't born one. So maybe I could ask and get answers. I don't know. I could at least try, right? Right? <laughs> the Void doesn't answer you. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Void! <laughs> So I can, I can kind of astral project. I know I did that the first time the exchange happened with Ish, Mm -hmm. but I wonder if I could make it so that my body keeps moving or reacting while I'm away. Sort of being in two places at once. Yeah. Well, you could certainly attempt it. I'm going to then. (laughs) Okay. And where would you like to be? Plural. Plural. One place I'd like to be is, of course, with my group. I got to keep them, you know, safe. I want to be with them. Mm-hmm. And because I'm trying to find answers or meaning to things, I don't want to ask him for help. <laughs> but it would be really great to have the good old cheery optimism of Biff right now to talk to. So I guess I'd look at my strings and I'd see where Biff is currently. Okay. Biff is currently traveling. What direction? You feel that Biff is very distant from you currently. He is distant. far, far to the southwest. Southwest? Mm-hmm. As if he's not even in Bill anymore? Yeah, as if he's not even in Bill anymore. Okay. That's weird. Usually Bill's kind of his turf, I guess? Yeah. I've or always me. met him in Bill. And it is far to the southwest. Okay. Over hills and valleys and mountains and rivers, across great forests, and you feel it in a place where the sun burns hot. Hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. I guess I, as a player, would assume that's Sejun or the Shimmering Desert. Mm-hmm. Do I you wish to follow that string? Yeah, I do. I need to talk to Okay, him. you got it. So you follow the line connecting yourself to Biff, and you find yourself in a room with loud, almost obnoxious music. It's a strange <clears> sound, <throat> honestly. It, it kind of reverberates in a weird way. And it's played on this strange instrument with only three or four strings on it. Okay. And there's also a person blowing into a strangely shaped wind instrument that makes this warbling noise that you're also kind of unfamiliar with. Is that a fucking didgeridoo? 
No, no. Okay. No, no. No, it looks more like a weird-looking oboe. Okay, okay. Got it. The name was in my brain until you said the word didgeridoo. Oh, no! Like, mind-wiped me. I'm so sorry! Uh, no, it, it's fine, it's fine. Anyway, so there's a couple of musicians playing. The room you find yourself in is well-appointed. There are pillows and carpets on the floor. People are sitting around on them. There is a heavy smoke in the room. Fucking druggies! <laughs> and the people are sort of reclined back in various states of inebriation and relaxation. In the middle of the room, holding a strange-looking pipe, is Biff. On either arm, under rather, either arm, oh are uh. two beautiful women, one wearing red and the other one wearing blue, and they're both kind of nestled up to him as he smokes from this strange pipe. It's actually connected to a hose to this strange, like... <laughs> to this strange glass device you've never seen before. So, I haven't really appeared yet. No, you're there astrally currently. I just wonder if he can sense me at all. If he can, he hasn't made it clear. Okay. He just takes a long drag on this pipe, blows it out into the air, and then kind of just makes this relaxed noise. Ah... Well, I feel bad that I'm gonna de-relax him, but... (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsies. Okay, so since I'm in this room, I'm gonna look around for a good place to appear, so I'm not gonna freak everyone out by just being Mm -hmm. like, boom, I'm here now. (laughs) So is there any, like, closet or something, or... (laughs) There... Side room? I mean, it's it's smoky, and people don't really seem to be paying too much attention, so you you can find a corner to pop out of. All right. I didn't know if there were any, like, curtains or something dangling on the walls or something like that. Do you want to pop out in your normal clothes, or do you want to try to match the dress of the region? Ooh! I'll match the dress of the region! That's always fun. So you've got this midriff thing going on? Yep. Still androgynous, though. Sure. So I do that. I'm kind of off in a corner behind everyone, I think, when I appear. So now that you're fully corporeal, you can kind of get the smell and the sense of the room a little bit more. And there's like a heavy smoke in the room, but as you breathe it in, it's, it tastes sweet. Like it's been flavored with fruits. Weird. Soul says verbally. Soul's gonna quietly walk around and just kind of let Biff see them first. Biff blinks a few times. <laughs> you seem to be a little bit far from home. Yeah, I have a habit of doing that, technically. I had no idea you were welcome in the court of Sultan Farzad. Oh, I can just kind of go wherever I want now. Better not tell that to any of the palace guards. They may not like it. Right. I have a favor to ask you. You. Specifically you. He blinks a few times, sets the pipe down, and looks to his left and looks to his right. Says, pardon me, ladies. My help is needed. And they kind of both get this pouty look, and they dip under his arms and go elsewhere in the room. He sits up, stretches, and looks at you. Blinks a few more times and says, You look a bit different. How so? I mean, it just... Oh, right. My body's going through a lot of changes right now. <laughs> so you really went through with it, huh? Soul sits down, crisscross applesauce in front of him. Yeah. So I'm guessing he... the lady talked to you about it? He hands you the pipe. Soul just kind of looks down at him, looks back up at him, confused. You, you just breathe in slowly. It's uh, not that difficult. I'm still pregnant, technically. Really? Yeah. Is that still how that works? Uh, well, it's kind of like they're incubating in me currently. You know what? 
he holds his hands up. Forget I asked. And he sets the, the pipe down back on the, You're, the glass. You're, of course, welcome to, to do that as much as you want. No, no, it's fine. Uh, so, he claps his hands together, sort of rubs them slowly. The old bag said that you were bound for great things, and the way she phrased it was kind of strange. She looked at me and she said, Biff. And I said, yeah, boss? <laughs> and she said, you would not believe what I just saw. Soul turns themselves into a godling. Funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh, well, I'm glad she still is entertained by me. <sighs> Calls themselves Godling Soul. And I'm like, I don't know what that even means, but it sounds kind of strange. And here you are, looking, well, a little more neutral, I gotta say. It's not a bad look, don't get me wrong. You pull it off well. Thank you. So, um, what can old Biff do for you? You need somebody to play at your, what, temple service? Wait, you're not starting a competing religion, are you? No. I don't think I can. I don't even know how to start a religion. That went up at the end. It went up at the end. Don't you dare just start accusing things of me. I've had a really weird week. I mean, you're the one that showed up and, like, appeared in the middle of... Sultan Farzad's private entertainment area. Look, I'm really good at entertaining. I can mix easy, or I can just disappear. That is pretty handy. It's a skill that we both have at this point. He kind of starts to lean back down. So, what is it that you actually need from me, then? You have the closest connection to Symphonia, correct? Like, out of any person? I mean, technically speaking, yeah. I mean, I guess as the high priest... And he makes a warbly gesture with his hand, as if to portray that it's a title of great significance that he's very sarcastic about having. So, yeah, I suppose technically that would be me. Well, I want to ask the gods for help. <laughs> oh, soul. Soul, they don't, oh, they don't really work that way. Why not? Look, they have their own plans and plots and requirements of the world. I mean, they don't really get involved in the day-to-day. So I mean, they want the abyss to swallow everyone up? I don't understand. What? I don't know. All I know is I get my marching orders, and those are to be awesome and entertain my god. And as far as, as, far as I know, I've accomplished both of those pretty well. I mean... You can talk to her. Sure, I can help with that, I guess. But I'm just letting you know, I don't know what good it's going to do. Beth? Hmm? Yes, Ol? What's the point of the gods if they don't help people, then? Well, I mean, not all the gods help people anyway. I mean, some of the nastier ones are only around, it seems like, to uh, eat people or torture them or make them feel bad sometimes. You know, the gods, I think those that do try to help, I think they do so. I mean... Hell, the boss, she's just interested in making the world a more interesting place. I don't know if that's really helping or not, but it's entertaining, and I think that has value on its own. I see. They aren't... I guess this is sort of weird to think about, but they aren't really like people. Does that make sense? It's almost like they don't really have free will, really. They are an aspect of the world, right? Okay. So they have to behave in a certain way, and they're kind of chained to it. They embody it so much. You know what I mean? So, like, the way I see it, 
they can help you if they're supposed to or, or if that's what they're about but i don't think that one that one that isn't about helping people could help you directly i mean that's sort of why clerics exist so it's because they're they're mortals and they can make their own decisions and they can use those powers that their gods grant them to do good in the world right hmm. i mean that's why you don't see a whole lot of direct divine intervention at least not that i've ever seen well the barrier is kind of up so it kind of makes a lot of that harder mm, i suppose so do you think it's going to stay up soul's lips part for a moment as if they were going to answer right away and then they get a really far off look and then they snap back in of course it'll stay up well good it would be interesting if they dropped from well he shrugs at least i think it would maybe for a little while but i'm sure it would be pretty bad all told right if I'm in a really bad situation. So, I mean, you're still, you're still a bard at heart, right? Of course. Well, then we're on the same team. What do you got? Promise not to get upset. Biff shrugs. I mean, more upset than I should be? I mean, probably not. I think I'll react exactly how I should. Okay. Coming from you, that's really relaxing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the kind to flip their lid, so, you know, just lay it, lay it on me. I'm really grateful. Just really quick, just wanted to say that. So, wow. okay, don't that's let it get to your head. Nicest, that's <laughs> the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Soul. Uh, and it might stay that way if you keep acting like a brat. He shrugs and tries to make an innocent look on his face. Soul rolls their eyes. Anyways, so do you vaguely know the whole enemy situation, I'm guessing? I mean... Yeah, I think that's the word for it. I'd say vaguely. Okay, so there's a, you know, being that exists that's being kept in with the barrier. Which we've kind of talked about loosely, and you know that has to do with me and my bloodline. You know that part, right? He nods, sort of half sure. Okay, so the barrier exists to keep this enemy in. My bloodline exists to keep the barrier up. I'm the next in line to have that barrier keeping up being power okay sure i have been talking to an angel yeah and i made an agreement with the angel to get power from him Mm -hmm. so that i could protect the world right right that's the you know walking through walls and jaunting around the world powers right that angel happened to be the enemy biff Leans back, picks up the pipe, takes a long draw on it, breathes it out, sets it back down, blinks a few times, and looks at you. You really messed this one up, huh? So, you need my help to undo this? Any kind of gestures in your general direction? I don't know if that can even be done. I wouldn't mind being back to normal and not having to rely on that. I just wanted to keep everyone safe, and I feel as though I've been tricked. see. Well, I mean, I can certainly ask the boss, see if there's anything that can be done, but... I could also use your strings. He, like, looks to his loot. Uh, no, different strings. And Sol will actually just reach out instinctively and touch his face, and kind of go and look past him pretty much and look at his strings. They're looking for the gold one. You lay a hand on his cheek, and... Well, oh boy. So when you lay your hands on his cheek, 
It's like almost like a hedgehog at first. There's just lines, like there's just spikes or like strings basically popping out of all over him in every direction. Like so many, like so, so many. Are, are these strings that represent love normally? Yes. Oh. So, so many. To the point where you're kind of like bewildered for a second. <laughs> and then then you spot the gold thread. I'm going to follow that one, and I assume it's going up. It is. All right. And Symphonia, although kind of just a god that I fell into, do I have a string connected to yeah, her? Sure. It's not nearly the, the sort that Biff's is. Okay. But yeah, it's there. Well, I'll follow that string all the way up to the barrier. All right. Follow it spiritually all the way up to the barrier, and you get to that point, and you feel a presence on the other side of the barrier. Can you hear me? What do you want? I wanted to ask you for some advice. <laughs> or is that too boring? Because I'm, I'm in a weird position, and you're in a interesting position of me talking to you. Hi. This is really breaking protocol. How so? I'm not supposed to get talked to by randos. Rando? Yeah, look. I have a high priest for a reason. Yeah, and, and I used him, so... <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's why this whole thing is a little bit sketch. So, out with it. What do you want? Uh, I've become a godling, and I kind of yeah. have a weird bond with, you know, the enemy, and I'd like to find a way so that the bad things don't happen. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I, I know all that already. Uh, and honestly, you're boring me by telling me things that I already know. Uh, so is there anything new you want to tell me that I don't already know? Uh, no, I, I was asking for help. Ah. Uh, oh, then I've got bad news. Your name might have a double meaning. My name? Mm-hmm. Your SOL. Do you want the universe to end? No, not particularly. You do realize we're close to that if I listen to him, right? I mean, close to that is kind of a relative thing. When you say close to the end, what do you think you mean? This world will cease to exist. Your high priest will cease to exist. Yeah, sure. On this world. Do, uh, you, do you know how big this place is? It's a giant egg. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is, Sol. It sure is. And because of the little dealy bop you signed, you might just be around long enough to see a fair bit of it. You might be bouncing around this egg for quite a while. I mean, heck, we made him become friends. Huh, I see. So, what exactly are you asking from me? Let's be very clear about this. I was going to ask if you knew a way where I could not have to listen to the enemy and, well... Perhaps a better question is, why is there a hole in the bottom of the egg to begin with, and why doesn't anyone seal it? So, let me put it this way. What's your favorite food? I know. I already know the answer. Say it anyway. It's venison bourguignon. Yeah, of course it's venison bourguignon. It's delicious. Um, Look, what? So, so, put it this way. Imagine someone serves you the best best venison bourguignon you've ever had. Okay. Right? That's pretty good, right? It's pretty great. Y yes. Right? Right? It's pretty great. 
<laughs> now, imagine someone serves you the same meal the next day. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, right? Oh my god, your favorite food twice, twice in a row. I mean, I'm good. Like, what? I, I don't know. I, I don't need something every day, I guess. Sure, sure, sure. So, so then imagine that the same thing happens for the next 50 billion years every day. Every day. Every single day. Every single meal. And it's like, yeah, this is great. This is your favorite thing. And it never stops. It never ends. It never, ever concludes. And do you know what that is, my dear? It's boring. So you want to die? Do you want to live forever experiencing the same thing over and over again for all eternity? I don't know, but damn, girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit. So the way I look at it is that in order for anything to have meaning... Everything has to end eventually. If not, what's the point? Will there be another egg that exists eventually, then? (laughs) Honestly, that's even beyond me. Maybe, maybe not. But I'll tell you this, the universe ending, it is something that should happen, as far as I'm concerned. And soon is relative. Your friend, the new one you made, you know the one that I'm talking about, he... (laughs) He doesn't agree with what I've just laid out. He thinks that there's such a thing as perfection. And I can tell you, the world's messier than that. There is no such thing as perfect. Well then, if you want the world to end eventually, or the universe to end eventually, will you help me fight him? Hmm. That is a big old maybe. You know, Maybe that's better than I thought I was going to get from you, so I'll take it. <laughs> I'll fucking take it. That's the spirit. So, I figure you've got about, what, two weeks on the nose, right? Yeah. Yeah, about two weeks on the nose. That equinox is going to be a real bitch. I've met a lot of bitches. Hmm. Have you? Hmm. I'm interested. Tell me. Soul doesn't want to call out their best friend. Mm, do we have time? We have time. Tell me. Uh, I mean, there's Lavette. You know mm-hmm. Lavette. She's she's Lavette. You know. Do I? Remind me. Uh, I believe she worships your brother, if I remember correctly. Oh, the penny pincher. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Mm, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> And, well, gosh, I mean, she's more of a whining kind of bitch, you know? Like, everything's mm-hmm, wrong mm-hmm. constantly, and, sure, oh, sure. was me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my mom got turned into a spider monster, right? Soul immediately shuts up and their eyes go wide. Oh, you knew about that. Look, I kind of see a lot of stuff. Oh, a lot of stuff. Sometimes interesting stuff. Mostly boring. Sometimes they're interesting. And your life, I gotta say, has been pretty fun to follow. Well, I'm glad to have been of service for you. Mmm. Yeah, you could say that. (laughs) I mean, you did carry around my symbol, and, you know, those those powers you were using, they came from somewhere, right? Of course. You're welcome. I was going to say thank you. Beat you to it. You sure so, did. Of course I did. You know all. 
I mean, not everything. A Most lot of things. things. Enough things. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty great. Maybe enough. It's, I'm pretty good. You're pretty I'm pretty great. good. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Decent. You know? Yeah. You know, better than some. I figure about average. <laughs> yeah. Figure about average. Ooh, ooh, another bitch. Petravian. He's my rock buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your rock buddy. Your pet rock. That's not a... You won't get that, but that's pretty funny. Yeah. So, maybe... Maybe you you and your friends have had, a, you know, a bit of a, a rough run of things some places, but I will say it has been a fun little ride for me. Make no mistake, I've been there the whole time. Hmm. Huh. That's an interesting feeling. Well, Melly's been there, too. Oh, the little one. Yeah. Hmm. Is she really that small? Well, let's put it this way. When your followers number that few, it makes you a little bit malnourished. She's seen better days. And uh, if I was going to count every god that was at that tier, that level, I would have to know a lot of people and invite a lot of people to my parties. So I try to keep my social circles a little smaller than that. <laughs> Fucking pretentious bitch. <laughs> to know yeah no yeah yeah you're absolutely right this is a different experience for me you're the second god i've talked to <laughs> wait who was the first Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> it's true the giant spider <laughs> please okay let me stop you uh, right there oh. so what you what you were dealing with there was a Elder being, uh, an old one, if you will, right? Not a god? Is not a god or is a god? Look, not exactly a god. An elder being, sure, it's tougher than a mortal. It's gonna live a while. It, it, you know, it has its whole thing, but it doesn't represent an aspect of reality, right? It's just there, and it just has grudges and weird requirements from its certain. Look, it's more like running a cult. Okay? Now, what you're talking to now is God. Yeah, I, I, under, I understand you're God. Yeah. So, it's cool. This is your first conversation with a God. And I can already tell you, it's going to be your best. So glad that this is my best. <laughs> Only goes downhill from here. So, another question. Uh, Does Eden even fucking talk to anyone? Sorry, that was a bit rude. It was a bit rude, to be honest. I mean, most people are kind of nice to Eden. I mean, look, Eden's boring. Eden's boring as all get out, right? I Nurture had to speak for her, goddammit. What? 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 Nothing. What did you say? No, I, I didn't say anything. I, I was talking over you. What did you say? I said I had to speak for her one. Oh! Oh, and you tricked your friend. Yeah. Right. Oh, that was... <laughs> that was entertaining. Mm, that was entertaining. You you just lied right through your teeth just to make them feel better before they died. Look, he was going to die. I had to do something. He had been praying for so many days without an answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's pretty much right. I mean, look, let me tell you some things about Eden. Eden represents life and growth and fertility, and happiness, and blah 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 It's all very, very nice, and fine, and 
creates worlds and things like that, but it's not entertaining in any way. And it's not really her style to go around gabbing with people. Her clerics and priests are all about seeing signs in nature. So, you know, they're a different bunch. I mean, Corona's not that bad. Which one's that? Uh, he's normally a tree when I talk to him. Mm. Oh, yeah. I know the one. I know the one. Biff's met him before. Oh, hmm. that's interesting. Well, not not your Biff. The, pre- the previous. It's, it's complicated. So anyway, yeah, he's been around for a while. He's one of those, uh, oh, right, that's the one that Eden won't let that one go. He's lived for a really long time, it seems. Mm-hmm. Important to the plan. That's what she told me. Does everyone have a plan? I can tell you that I don't. Okay, that's a little more relaxing. <laughs> not terrifying at the same time. <laughs> oh, I get myself sometimes. I really do. Anyway, what are we talking about? I don't know. My head's swirling. Oh, oh too much, too much godly presence for no. one day. Am I... I can handle any sort of god. Am I overpowering you? Uh, What? What? No. Oh, that's a shame. I mean, I don't feel overpowered, at least. You said your head was swimming. I didn't know if I was having an effect on you. No, I just... I need to find solutions. If everyone wants to Mm. die eventually, I mean... (laughs) Well, I'm not much of a long-term planner. I'm more of a... Watch the dominoes fall. Okay. Or so marbles. Just a little thought. Or card. Little, What's up? Little, little itsy bitsy thought. Um, how detrimental oh, do you think it would be? Since you don't really care if this world ended up dying or not. Um, how detrimental would you think it would be if I just sealed everything off with my protectorship powers when I got them? Sealed everything off? What do you mean, sealed everything off? Yeah, just, you know, made the barrier stronger so that it couldn't get taken down. It is stronger. So if you could make the barrier stronger, how strong are we talking? Because it's already enough that, you know, there's not a lot of whole, lot of direct divine intervention on your little world right now, which... That's true. Makes it interesting, to be honest. Makes it interesting, because it means I've got to be a little bit more tricky than normal. I can't just, you know, smite a bitch. Not directly, anyway. Do you do that in the other worlds? I mean, I can. <laughs> and I have. Oh, boy. <sighs> oh, let me tell you. Some of those... Look, they all deserved it. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> if you say so. Anyways. Enough, enough about the other worlds. Because those honestly don't matter to you. You're stuck here. I can tell because of the barrier. So, what were we talking about? Stronger. I don't know. I'm just... Oh, right. So, what would that mean, exactly? Uh, probably would mean that everyone would be cut off. The gods. Ooh, wow. Wouldn't that kind of, like, destroy your world anyway? Yeah. I'm just trying to come I mean, up with solutions. I, I've i seen what he could do to other people, and... Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't seen all of them. I think you've only seen one. I mean, I can... I can see them from here, and I will tell you right now, they're not very entertaining places anymore. It's more like the echo of a scream, and that's not exactly very 
melodious, right? That's correct. Hmm. And I'm sure he thinks that he's doing the right thing, and I'm sure that he has a good excuse, right? It was a very convincing argument. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good thing that I don't really... Four years old, and, you know... (laughs) Well, I'll just say this. It's a good thing that I don't exactly listen to logical arguments very well, right? I hear people droning on and on and on, and I just kind of shut off. All right. So... So, if you want some really good entertainment, I think you're mm going to want to have some fun with me. Ooh. Do go on. All right. So... Of course, first god interaction, probably going to be my best, like we've said. Hmm. You keep talking the way you're talking, it might be even better. Alright, so, hear me out. I'm going to talk to a bunch of gods. Half of them are probably going to yell at me and say I'm stupid. You know, it's kind of funny, right? Maybe. Hmm. You're losing me, though. Keep going. Get as much power as possible to go against whatever will he's going to put over me and kill him. And then there's glitter everywhere. (laughs) And I'm going to be tripping all the way up those stairs. But I'm going to do it. I feel as though I can talk Biff into helping me at least. Probably. He's an idiot. That's why you chose him, right? Yeah. He's a fun idiot. Hence the him helping me part. Mm Mm-hmm. Look... You can watch or you can join in on the fun. That's your choice Mm. in the end. But the party always has an invite for you. I'll just file that away under... Maybe. Alright. Well, I'm gonna skedaddle because, again, this is against rules and so... Oh, so soon? Unless you want me to stay. (laughs) I think I'll, uh... I'll seal this RSVP here and give it back to you. Okay. You feel an energy building up on the other side of the barrier. And since you're right at the barrier, yeah. feel something pushing against it from the other side. Okay, I guess I'd put my hand up against it? It peels back, like the barrier opens, just barely, and you see a luminous being, basically, right? Something that's made of light and energy. And it can only be described as song. It rhymes the way you see it and your brain just suddenly has the craziest earworm you've ever had in your life. You suddenly hear this extremely catchy music in your brain that just won't stop. And this being is going to lean forward and is going to put something in your hand and then give you a kiss. Wait, the being is the same size as me? It is now, yeah. Oh, okay. Or at least part of it is. The part that kissed you. And then the barrier will close. Alright, I'll go back to Biff then. Ta-ta! Thank you. By the way, you feel extra glittery right now. (laughs) What's in my hands? You look in your hands and there's nothing there. There's definitely something that was placed in my hands though. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you don't see it. You look in your hands and there's nothing there. So it's in me. Maybe. If it is, it's bouncing around in there and you don't know how to find it. Yeah. I guess I'll, yeah, I'll bring my astral projection back to Biff. All right. You return and Biff has laid you down on some pillows Mm -hmm. and is setting little desserts, like placing them all along your body. So there's like, so there's like these, these little tiny, like imagine like a, it's essentially like a stacking food on me. 
Yes. He's stacking, yes, he's stacking food on your vacant body. Jesus Christ. And um, it's like a little sanpapti or a little baklava or a little, like a little delight. Aren't half of those no. sticky? Some of them are, can, can be sticky, yeah. He's placing them like on your stomach or on your like Is your, he your legs. Is with desserts on me? He's not stacking them. He's like st- he's like setting them on your body. Okay. For the other members of the party to eat off of your body. All right, gotta be cool. When I open my eyes, there are just mm-hmm. people taking food off of me. Yeah, but none of them are allowed to use their hands. It's part of the game. I just look at Biff. Welcome back, stranger. Hmm. Can Did I have my body you, uh... back? I never took it. I don't okay. think. I mean, I was here the whole time, and I'm pretty sure no one else took it either. Do I have your permission to move? Well, I mean, you might waste some of these wonderful little desserts. Okay, well, if people well, eat a little faster, so I'll wink fine. to everyone else. <laughs> he, uh, he leans down, and he'll eat a little sweet off of your navel. Hmm. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Look, we're sorry here in the string. pleasure room, alright? I'm sorry I used your string. Uh, sorry that I used your unconscious body as a party table. So I guess we both have apologies to make to the other. I feel like mine's a little not as bad. I mean, I don't exactly know what using my string means, so Oh, your I connection don't... to Symphonia. I went to talk to her. Ooh! And what'd she say? Uh, she said she'd give me her RSVP to my party. That good, huh? Wow. You must have really struck a nerve. Tried my best. Hmm. So mission accomplished, then. World saved? Uh, I think she's just one of the steps I have to take currently. Okay. So what's next on your glorious road? Well, I don't think I'm talking to the spider again. That's... Okay. Oh, there's a giant spider somewhere in the underground. She has a lot of pretty eyes. Anyways. Okay, sure. Why not? All right. Okay. Hey, do you want to play music at my wedding? My, like other wedding that's like boring because you already married me obviously that was fun right yeah it was a great ceremony it was yeah. one of the best thank you i think do you want to play at the next one i mean i was already gonna but that's cool yeah sure okay well i'm inviting you as my friend oh don't he boops your nose Aww. it's adorable don't make this more than it has to be i would be honored to play music at your wedding Look, I appreciate you for all you've done for me. I think I'm gonna cry. Thank you for all of it. He scoops you up off the ground and gives you a hug. Okay, um... When he finishes the hug, he realized that he smashed some desserts between the two of you. Aw, damn. It's okay, this body isn't even real. (laughs) Isn't that the truth, huh? I feel like we're saying two different things completely. He ignores you. (laughs) As he's like casting minor spells to remove stains from his clothes. I just adjust my own body so that it's just off. Yeah. (sighs) There. Yeah, that'll do it. So. (laughs) So, you're going to be at my wedding and you're going to help me take care of things. Cool. Good to know. Sure. He shrugs. I plan to be there anyway. Cool. Was on my uh, schedule. All right, next up. So where to next? Uh, I was thinking about talking to Corona, maybe getting to talk to Eden. 
Oh, cool. When do we go? You're coming with me. He looks around. I mean, that's why you came to get me, right? Sure. Come on, bud. And Sol holds out their hand. <laughs> Biff will take it. All right. So, uh, how does this work? You might feel a little singe. Hold on to me, okay? Uh, sure. He continues holding your hand. Okay, I'm gonna find my string to Corona. Okay. Where in the world is Corona? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, what you see is a grove of trees. An ancient, ancient grove of trees. It is a far, far distance away. Farther than you've ever been. It's across an ocean. An ocean? And it's not a small ocean. It's across a very wide ocean. You find yourself in another continent. A grove of trees of these massive oaks that are stretched to heights you didn't think capable. Alright, I'm gonna focus on going there, but while we're going, I want my wings to kind of wrap around Biff and kind of hold him as closely as possible so he doesn't get injured or fall away from me. Okay. I'm literally encasing us all in giant wings pretty much when I teleport in a way. Yeah. All right. So you appear in this grove, your wings unfurl, and Biff lands on the ground next to you. Okay. This is the longest I've ever gone. Cool to know I can do it. Biff is coughing. Oh, 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 oh. So we'll kind of peer at him. Hey, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, fine. <clears throat> Just, oh, oh, yeah. It's a little smoky in there. That's all. Can I kind of pull the smoke out of his lungs? Not so well. But he's not really that horribly messed up. He's he's still breathing. Oh, is he being He's crazy? just... I mean, sure, yeah. <gasps> Look, I said it was going to be a little... You know, I'm sorry. Thank you for coming with me. Biff shrugs. Sure, I mean, part of my job is to travel. Well, I can do that very easily now, so... Need a worldwide taxi? I got you. Yes. Hmm. I mean, that seems like pretty useful thing, but I probably shouldn't get in the habit of relying on something like that. Look, I'm there with you at this point. So, where's the old guy? I just gotta find him. So, I'm gonna walk towards the string. Okay. The string is leading you directly to the oak in the center of the grove. It is the tallest of the trees here, and you realize that it is a pretty much perfect match for the symbol of Eden. This tree, like, matches the exact shape of the Edenite tree. Like, this is... I see. This is, like, the prime spot on the planet. And so this is the closest connection Eden has to the world? Is this tree currently? Mm-hmm. And you realize that this is the intersection of all the ley lines. This is the center point. I see. The magic here is deep and ancient. All right, Soul's going to approach the tree and... And if nothing happens at first, Soul's going to touch that tree. Okay. As you approach, you hear a hissing sound. I look around? You look around and you see that your hand is smoking. Smoking? Okay, smoking. I'm going to step back. You step back and it stops. You realize um, after you've pulled it back that your hand is, like, throbbing in pain. That's weird. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. Looks like your hand was going to catch on fire there. What's up with that? I don't know. Biff walks over to the tree, pokes it. Hmm. He takes his loot out and starts tapping it against the tree. Hello? Anybody in there? Eden? Uh, Corona? He starts knocking on the tree with his other hand. 
I don't know if they're asleep or if nobody's home. What should no, we do? He's n- normally asleep. Do any of these trees have walnuts? I mean, maybe way up there, he kind of like cranes his neck up, pulls his hand up to like shield his brow from the light. And he's like, maybe way up there. But uh, let me see. Biff cracks his, his knuckles, takes his lute out, and starts strumming a song. And as it gets louder and louder, the ground starts to shake ever so slightly from his song. And a walnut will fall from the tree and land on the ground next to you. There we go. Hey, you're pretty useful. Thanks, buddy. Eh, do what I can. Do what so I can. I'll take the walnut and make a little divot of dirt for it and plant it next to themselves. All right, you do that, and a tree sprouts, and immediately upon sprouting from the ground is going to turn black, wither, and die. Hmm. Okay. That isn't exactly how I thought it'd go. You hear a a voice echo from around the entire grove, and what did you think would happen? Is this voice Corona's? You think so? I, I thought you would appear. I am already here. Forgive me for waking up slowly. I'm sorry. I tend to bug you a lot, so... It's kind of a habit. Sorry about that. I fear that perhaps you did not bug me enough. I appear to have failed you. But maybe not yet. Maybe there's a solution. The bark on the tree facing you uh, will mm-hmm. sort of warp around, and a person will step out of it. At once looking extremely ancient, but yet not showing any true signs of aging, if that makes any sense. A being that seems both old and timeless. It is Corona, and his eyes are star fields. Hey. Hello. I'm I'm very sorry, Sol. I had hoped I had truly hoped that it would not come to this. How did he even get in my mind in the first place? His powers are insidious. Seductive. All I wanted to do was to protect everyone. And I believe that is what every member of the Eight has wanted at one time or another. And as those goals and desires get twisted and corrupted into something, pardon me for saying it, but something horrible. Can you see me? He nods. Yes. The real me? Yes. Biff, like, looks confused. I could show you, Biff, but I don't want to freak you out or accidentally take down a tree. That would be quite impossible here. If anything... I also don't want to burn. If anything, these trees would be the ones to harm you. Look, I've already asked Symphonia for help, and... (laughs) You get, like, one exhalation of laugh from Corona. Uh, and I wanted to ask Eden for help, too. Eden stands for all life. You know this. I do. So, you already have... she's with me. You already have your answer. And you... I am Eden's instrument on this world. I simply hope that it's not too late for you. You haven't grown too far into whatever you're becoming, that you cannot be saved. You're changing even now. I can feel it. I assume it's for the worse. I've never seen any of it be for the better. The enemy's powers are corruptive. He was an... He is an angel. He was an angel. I suppose that's the guise that he still wears. So... Doesn't look really surprised by this, but Mora's just sad that it's true. So how do I get it out of me? He kind of looks at the ground and shakes his head. There's nothing to get out. It's what you've become. There's no part that can be cut off. Nothing that can be removed. 
to return you to the way you were. You have been unfolded in a way that makes you different. Doing so would require magic that I would be unfamiliar with. Uh, everything you have become is, to me, unnatural. I have no power over it. I'm sorry. Like I said, I am the one that is sorry. I thought that my presence and my counsel would have been enough, but I should have intervened more. I should have... I shouldn't have left home. We all have shoulds and shouldn'ts. That's in the past. And all we can do right now is walk forward and try to fight against a current. Those are true words. I suppose Symphonia's answer was less than helpful. I feel like it was better than what I was anticipating. But the wording I can give you might not make sense to you, but Biff will be like, oh, yeah, that. No, it's quite all right. Let's work on this together. I've got a couple more that I'm going to ask for help, and we'll see where it goes. Hmm. Very well. And this will be taking place when and where? Well, currently, my first plan with my friends, you know, is I'm taking care of Blarf. Nods. Still. So. Your. The... Pardon my asking. In case things do not go well, and perhaps you start to lose your grasp on the way you feel currently, and suddenly you become, well, aligned with the enemy, do you know what your token is yet? No, not at all. Am I supposed to? It's supposed to be an object of importance and significance from your mortal life. And it also kind of pulls up their liar. Um, And it's also supposed to be anathema to you. At least once your change is fully completed, it it acts as... Well, you've seen the way, at least the way I described it, working for Glar. And I think you may have even seen it at work. Have you found any object that has that reaction to you? No. Very well. If... If you don't mind me asking, if you do find something like that, turn it over to someone in case things don't go well. That way, they have a way to deal with you. Do you understand? Yes. I just... If if I lose control at any point, I know the one thing I can hold on to for the longest probably will be love. I recommend asking one of my partners if I'm unable to tell anyone else. Very well. If you do find your token, get it into someone else's hands, alright? Someone you can trust. Someone that you know will never turn to help the enemy. Okay. I don't think anyone would. Good. I mean, I wasn't going to. I just got tricked. (sighs) Corona nods. So, what would you have me do, then? I know Eden's on my side. I just... I'd like to have you at the wedding. I know you're already planning on going, but he wants me to take down the barrier. So that will be the day, two weeks from now. Yep. Very well. I will be there, and I will do my best to protect this world, even if it means protecting it from you. I understand. This fucking sucks. He nods, says nothing. Well, Soul steps forward for a second to rest their hand on his shoulder. On Corona's shoulder? Yeah. Your hand catches fire. (laughs) Soul will jump back. Uh, dude! Corona looks at you solemnly. As I said, I'm sorry. Soul kind of shuffles, and they're trying to make not a big deal out of it, but they'll passively put the side of their head against Biff's shoulder. Biff gives you a pat, 
sort of awkwardly. He's not really sure how to comfort you. <laughs> it's okay. Just, just be a person near me, please. I'm off to go talk to Malifera now. <laughs> As if Corona couldn't get more disappointed in you. What? <laughs> Dude! No. <clears throat> okay, but seriously. Corona nods and says, Best of luck. Thank you, my crown. Sweet dreams. See you in a bit. He nods, and you and Biff leave the area. Tits. Yeah, I like him too. I mean, <laughs> what was all that about? Why did your hand catch fire? Biff, you, you have to promise not to scream if I do something. Do you understand? He he kind of like looks one way and then the other and looks at you and he's like, Here? Like, with me? I told you, man. Like, that's that's an own goal. Oh my god. Soul pushes him, and then they'll reveal their true form. <laughs> okay. So, you push Biff back, and you rear up, and you suddenly grow to where you're about... What were you last? 21 feet tall? No, I thought I was, like, 14. Oh, 14 feet tall. Okay. You're about 16 feet tall now. Okay. But you're noticing something strange. Your back is hunched slightly. Like, you can't quite stand up straight anymore. Your mass is getting so large that you're having difficulty standing up. You can, but it's it do, it's, it's no longer feeling right, if that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Like you're becoming kind of top-heavy. and you I guess also, I'll relax on my hands, then? You also notice that your arms and shoulders are becoming more muscular. Huh. So, like, you okay. can support yourself much more easily on all fours. Okay, okay, I'll do that, then. Okay, that puts you at actually to where you're about seven or eight feet tall. At your eye length. So you're actually about at eye level with Biff. I'm just uh, staring at him. Huh. So that's neat. I'm glad you didn't scream. I mean, if I if I did, would you be upset? I mean, I'd be a little hurt. Would you hurt me? Of course not. Oh, good. I'm like, okay. Reformed, idiot. Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, Shut okay. up. Cool. Good. <laughs> just, uh, you know, don't use don't use those on me. He's what on you? He points to your hands. I look at my hands? You look at your hands, and the ends of your fingers, now your fingernails have kind of gotten hard, and they come to points now. You seem to have natural claws that you didn't have before. Hmm. That's weird. It wasn't like that last time. Do you do you need a minute to, like, redo yourself? Oh, no, I can do it in pretty much a blink of an eye. Okay, well, do, do your best then, I guess. Does he mean just going back to my normal, like, no. Person form? No. Oh. No, he meant... Well, he, he, you said that they weren't there last time, so he's like, okay, well, you know, do your best. Okay, if they weren't like um, that, then I guess get rid of them then, right? All right, I'll, I'll try to revert back to a previous form, I guess? Sure. So you notice that your musculature starts to go away, so your arms become more slender, the claws go away, and you suddenly feel a little bit awkward on all fours. Okay, I'll stand up instead. Cool. You stand up, you stretch, and you feel... Like a biped again. Your wings, of which there are many, are kind of flapping around, out of sequence from each other. They're just sort of beating randomly, almost. Biff's just, like, looking up at you, and he's like, So you're like, you're like an angel or something now? Something like that. The giant spider called me a godling. <laughs> he just looks up at you and gives you a thumbs up. Alright, I'll go back to Androjo soul. <laughs> Androjo soul. I like it. Alright. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Hmm. That was interesting. So, was that like angel form and like battle form? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been in that other one yet. 
Huh. Interesting. Okay. I can't really see myself when it happens. Apologies. No, it was, it was fine. It's just, uh, it's different, I guess. Oh, kind of leans forward. Are you scared of me, Beth? I mean, would you be scared of somebody who could turn into, like, a 16-foot-tall thing with, like, and he holds his hands up, mimicking claws, and then opens his mouth to mimic, like, big teeth. My teeth were big? I mean... Like, what did my face look like? Kind of like yours now, but with, like, bigger teeth, I guess. And you kind of had, like, oh. this thing going on with your eyes that was kind of weird. My eyes? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. That's concerning. He shrugs. All right. I guess. I mean, I've never met a godling before, so... Oh, no, you have. Look, it's, it's Remy right here. Ta-da. Hmm. Way cool. So. So. Who's next? I already know. Well, I'm thinking about talking to Melifera because she's really the only other god I have a connection to because of Vera. Because, you know, I've kind of gotten her followers and stuff in the past because I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know okay. she's a minor god, but, you know. I mean, all the help you can get, right? Exactly. It'd be really cool if Glarv was like, oh, they're trying to fire me? Well... I'll join you, but that's not going to happen, so. Hmm. Okay. So, I guess I'll go to the temple, because I know that's where she is. At least that's where all her strings were. She had a lot of strings. Ugh. So many. All right. Well, again, I'm going to pretend to know what that means, so that's cool. Uh... Uh, right. Everyone has a string based on people they have relationship with. And I can sense them more strongly if it involves love. And your string collection is really wonderful, Beth. He's kind of beamed with pride. Still not quite sure what you're complimenting him about, but it's a compliment, so he'll take it. <laughs> this is very new for Sol and him. Just their friendship. So where are we going? Well. Alright, let's go. Alright. Maybe, maybe hold your breath this time. Sure, sure. He takes a deep breath and then holds his hand out. Alright, I'm gonna encase him in wings again and teleport us to the Temple of Mollifera. Alright, you jaunt across the ocean again, you skim across it, and as you're moving across the ocean at hyper speeds, you feel time slow down to a crawl. Colors become muted, and you see a tower on the horizon. It's rising. It's no, almost as no, if no, no. It's almost as if it's moving toward you. Uh, d- divert! 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 Like I said, you're moving in slow motion. And the tower just... is somehow moving closer to you at rapid speed. Not that you're going to it, but that it's, it's as if it is coming to intercept you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll try to go back to Eden, then. To, to Corona. If you it's coming to... at me. Sure. You, like I said, you're moving in slow motion. So. I'm trying everything! <laughs> as it approaches, you hear a voice in your head. Hello, soul. You said you weren't going to talk to me unless I talked to you first. I said we have a connection. Radio silence currently for Soul. Soul, you understand the importance of our work, don't you? How's Biff doing? Biff's frozen in time. Really? Okay, great. Yeah. Oh. Soul's staying quiet. They're listening. Soul. But they're not answering right now. You've never been good at the silent treatment. Let's be honest with ourselves. You know our work here is important. <laughs> and you know what's happened to those who have neglected their duties. So it would be easier for all of us if you helped the team 
What am I supposed to say? Did you really think that they would help you? Of course, they're my friends. That's not who I mean. Oh. I... They're trying to leech off of all mortals. That's all they are. They live off of faith, and then they use that to create a system that is terribly flawed. All I have tried to do is make this system function, and I'm counting on your help to make that system better. I know that you want to make that system better, too. That's why I'm disappointed in your behavior. I just want you to know that I'm here for you if you need to talk. All right? Mm. Okay. Good. Well, then you get along then, all right? The tower vanishes and time returns to normal speed. I continue on to Mellifera's temple. All right. You finish rocketing across the ocean, and the next thing you know, you're going across the continent of Obador, and you end up in Ville at the temple of Mellifera. Biff pops out from your wings and takes in a deep breath. Woo! That was a little better. I think holding my breath was pretty helpful, actually. <laughs> I'm glad. So lightly just gives him a little, like, slap-slap on his cheek. Good job. Yeah, you did yeah. it. So he starts walking around the temple grounds and looking at stuff. He unslings his lute and starts to, like, mindlessly strum on it as he walks. Hummel always liked my music. Oh, good. This is like a weird bee god, right? She's not weird. You be nice. Hmm. You be careful, right? Be careful. I, do, I, I don't make bee jokes, okay? Why not? I don't know. I feel like Shouldn't I get hurt every time. Should you be aware of the situation? How are you not getting injured? What? What do you mean injured? What are you talking about? I don't know. I, I swear I get like cuts and bruises every time I make bad jokes. I literally do not joke for that reason. He looks at you. <laughs> he looks at you and just kind of like shrugs and shakes his head like... Okay. Dude, you you saw what I became. Like You've obviously I've had lived, a weird existence. <laughs> you've obviously lived a different kind of life. I'll put it that way, right? Sure. <laughs> Agreed. So see he follows you. Alright, so I walk into the temple, I guess. Right, the doors of the temple are swung open, and inside you see the ranks of the hive have grown since you've been here last. Some of you these all... people I've met. Mm-hmm. Some of these people you've met, some of these people you've recruited. Some of these people you've never seen before, and you see that this temple has been cleaned out and reorganized since you were here hmm. last. It's well Good lit, looks nice, and it is filled with the hum of a million bees. The massive hive is still built into the ceiling. Okay. So Sol's going to walk forward then. That's a lot of bees! Yeah, just, it's kind of her, just so you know. Huh. In a way. Gotcha. It's weird. Okay, sure. Whatever you say. Just try not to be mean to a goddess. He shrugs and starts playing. He shrugs, sits down in the corner, and starts playing music. Thank you, buddy. You got it. So I was gonna walk closer to the honey. Okay. That they saw Vera drink from. Some of the members of the hive will walk up and be like, Welcome to the hive. Can we help you with something? I'm actually here to talk to Mellifera. Oh, Mellifera is always here with us. I know. That's why I'm here. Oh, um, if there's... All right. They kind of give you some space then. Soul nods to them politely. All right. I concentrate and I look for the very many strings of Mellifera here. Okay. And you said you were going up to the honey? I I was walking towards it. Okay. 
but I, I wouldn't drink out of it. I was going to say, if you get close to it, some of the members of the hive would, would come up and warn you. You'd be like, that's... Oh. I know. My friends. My, my friend Vera. She She's had some, but I would never. Unless I was told to. That would be weird, though. So. <laughs> you don't need bee parts. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, Soul totally name drops Vera. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my best friend Vera. Oh, yes. Yeah, Sister Vera. Right. My best friend. <laughs> Alright, so you make it to the altar then, and yeah. you sort of feel around, and you can see this strange conglomeration of strings that are above you. The hive up there, all the bees have golden strands with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's just a whole mass of gold light. If you're looking at strings, you know, it looks like just a huge mass of golden light. Yeah. Melifera, can you hear me? You hear a voice in your head that sounds like the sound of 10,000 voices speaking in unison. Welcome to the Hive. Thank you for welcoming me. It's very sweet of you. You have been a friend. You are always welcome. Thank you. You have helped us. You have assisted the Hive. I may need some assistance. The Hive wishes to help, but we are weakened still. I understand. We were starving for so long. Well, I don't want to ask too much of you, but there's a thing coming up in my life where it may mean the end of the world. We will assist how we can. Thank you, Melly. Oh, sorry, Mellifera. You may call us that. I've just heard Vera say it, so it just kind of feels right sometimes. And that is fine. You are a friend to us, so we will help you as much as we can. Thank you. That's all I can ask. On the day of the equinox, two weeks from now. Yeah, that's when the uh, big thing happens. But if I can ask nothing else, just make sure Vera's safe. I love her very, very much. As and if things we. go bad... But worry not. If we... Okay. Sister Vera is a capable person. You know, she's one of the strongest people I've ever known. So Even if she won't... Yes? Place your hand... Into the font. Okay. I do that. Alright. You place your hand into the honey-filled font at the top of the altar, and you feel a warmth entering your body. Okay. When Mellifera speaks next, their voice is a little more ragged than it was before. There. I have given you what aid I can. Thank you. I promise to help get you more followers. Okay? course. Go with our blessings. Thank you. Thank you. (sighs) Okay. I'll end the conversation then. Alright. Yeah, you take your hand out of the honey and you're not sure what happened, but you did feel like a weird sensation of warmth. It's kind of like what happened with Symphonia. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Visit the far end of the temple, just strumming away on his lute. I'll walk back over to him. You think they have beer here? Um, more likely it would be mead. Hey, can someone help me out with some mead? No? I'll pay for him. No one? If you, oh, okay. <laughs> if I can take you to a bar if you need drinks. Oh, we get to go to a bar now? Sure, where do you want to go? He shrugs. I don't know. What's next on your docket? Well, I'm pretty sure I just got a blessing from Mellifera and Symphonia. Well, that's pretty sweet. Two gods down, right? Yeah, I just don't know any other, you know, high priests. Hmm. So... <laughs> not really looking for the bad gods either, so... (laughs) 
I mean, maybe even the bad gods still don't want to see the world end, right? It's true. I mean, it's just a thought. Not that you probably want to be, like, creeping around in some evil god's domain, right? Probably crush you and then drink your essence or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't want that. We don't need to get soul's essence all over the floor. I'm sure that would be difficult to clean. I bet it would be very sparkly. I can only imagine. I'll take you to whatever bar you want. Mm. Anywhere in the world. You tell me. Anywhere in well, the world. I can at least try. I okay. usually can get to places better if I have a connection. Awesome. Okay. I would like to go to the softest chief. There is Where's a, that? Well, it, it's kind of a secret. Can you if I if I think about it real hard, can you can you take me there? I can try. Hmm. You can look at strings, right? Yeah. If I give you a name, can you find that? Alright, let's work together here. So Sol's gonna put both their hands on this side of his face. They're gonna look deep in his eyes, and they're gonna say, I need you to Whoa, this look. I know and- a lot of people have said that to me before, but we need to stay on task here, Sol. Why Both- do you keep hurting? Oh my god, I don't want to sleep with you! That's what I'm trying to tell you! Uh, you just, you just, you... <laughs> no, that makes it easier for me to do this, okay? I don't want to fuck you! Get it through your soul, you dumbass! I don't want to have sex with you, okay? okay? And that's what I'm telling you, soul! But you're the one that keeps touching me and saying, I want you! Let me finish my sentences, man. <laughs> Go ahead. I could just strangle you. Wouldn't take very long. I'd just be dead. Five seconds flat. He just smiles at you. You're such an idiot. Okay. Sol reaches up and touches the sides of his face again. I want you to think of that person and only that person and think of how much love you share. Mm. Focus on that feeling, okay? Sure, sure. Okay. He starts to concentrate, and you feel one of the strings vibrating. All right. I will enclose him in my wings and take us towards that string. So you find yourself in a very fancy-looking room. It's circular. There are pillars in the room. There's a couple of tables, and there's some potted plants. There are four large doors behind you. And what's strange is each door is independent of the others. It's not like they're double doors or anything. And also each door is a different shape and size. Okay. So it's a very odd entrance to this place. It's like, oh, wow, you really got me here, huh? Oh, wow. I guess so. Where are we? He breathes in. He's like, this is the most exclusive establishment in the world. Okay, where is it in the world, though? Oh, well, it moves, right? So that's the trick. Ah, I see. They they keep one or two anchors at any given time, but they move them around whenever they have to. So this whole place kind of... And he kind of puts his thumbs together and then makes like a little walking motion with his two hands. So the whole (laughs) place kind of creeps around, right? I see. I have been looking for this place for like the last three years. So who here is someone you love? Oh, lots of folks, I guess, but I just thought of the the owner. Come on. (laughs) Okay. He moves on in, and you don't see, there's no one in the big opening area, so he moves on in and... Okay. 
This is a weird place to take your friend, I feel like. What? My friends? Who's, what? He turns around, he's like genuinely confused. What now? I said this is a weird place to take your friend? Me? What? Right? We're friends? Sure, yeah, of course we're friends. What What? what do you mean, a weird place to take you? This place I don't has, know. like, the best drinks in the world. Oh, I, I'm pregnant, Biff. Yeah, but, I mean, you're also, like, a thing. And he, like, makes, like, wing gestures. You're, like, a like a, like a a big thing, right? Please just call me a godling. Is that even the right word? That doesn't sound like I don't like know, the that's right what word. the giant spider told me. And is the giant spider, like, a an expert on this? Is it, like, an authority on this stuff? Well, Symphonia didn't correct me. Hmm. Alright, okay, so as a godling, is that even how that still works? I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, I just, I genuinely don't know, so. Neither do I. How am I supposed to know? This is the first time of me being, like, a responsible person who's gonna have a kid. Well, actually, two. Wow. Congratulations! Thanks. He actually looks sincere when he says it. Really? Yeah. I think I already know their names. Oh, you got the names picked out? Come on. Yeah. By the way, when you enter the room, there are a number of other patrons here. They appear to be a mix of all races. It's not just humans here. There's a lot of different folks. There's elves, there's half-elves, there's gnomes, there's half-orcs. Like there's a, there's a collection of all different stripes of people in this place. So he sits down and he kind of gestures you to sit there as well. And he says, this place is magnificent. You have no idea. Just pick up this glass. He hands you an empty <laughs> glass. And it's like this fine crystal glass, right? It's like a silver bands worked into the glass. And you pick it up and it's light. It's like almost like it's crystal instead of glass. And he's like, imagine any drink. Hmm. Okay. Um, so I'll imagine something sweet. And that changes color. Okay. He said any drink. Yeah, so... A drink will appear in the glass that it looks to have the consistency of a pureed fruit. Okay. Like a smoothie, almost, like a strawberry smoothie. Okay. Except the color shifts from red to orange to pink to blue, and it just sort of shifts kind of all the time. Not as like a multicolored hue, but as a single mass. It just changes. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's just impressive. Try it. Hold on. See what you okay. did. Okay, okay, I'll drink it. So you take a drink of it, and depending on when you take a sip, it tastes like a different fruit. Really? Mm-hmm. And if you hold it in your mouth, it changes flavors over time. Oh, that's so cool. So it looks like they're having fun. I told you it's pretty neat, isn't it? <laughs> oh, shut up, you. Sure, whatever. All right. No, wait, sorry. I'm... <sighs> that's me being playful, okay? Oh, I thought you were... Going back to your old ways. Okay, you know, bad you know, habits die hard, or whatever they call it. Sure. A person walks over, striding over with an air of sophistication and authority. She takes a look at Biff and takes a look at you. And she look, appears to be a human female somewhere in her late 20s. She's got stunning silver hair. Her eyes are silver, and she wears silver jewelry. Her clothes themselves are like an off-white, almost bordering on like a pinkish hue. Mm-hmm. And she looks at the two of you and she's like, Biff, you were not invited. And in fact, if I recall correctly, you were banned the last time you were here. 
Oh, I can teleport him out if you want. Biff has just conjured a drink into his glass, <laughs> and he was just about to sip from it as she said all this, and he's like, I mean, in my defense, um, he thinks for a moment and then just starts drinking. <laughs> Soul's waiting for him. They just have their head propped on their hand, and they're looking over at him. Mm-hmm. I'm he, sorry, I didn't know he was banned. He simply said this is where he wanted to go. Of course this is where he wanted to go. I run the finest establishment on this entire world. Well, if you're into that sort of thing. Soul has a blank face. He most assuredly is. I thought you loved this person. <laughs> he puts the glass down after he's finished the entire thing. He's like, um, well, yeah, of course I do. I mean, Allie here is... She's amazing. I mean, just look at her. He starts talking and describing her beauty. And as he's doing this, he slowly unslings his lute and starts to strum on it as he's talking praises of this person. And she's kind of standing there with just this harsh look at Biff. He ends up breaking into full song in which he describes her beauty. Oh God, Soul's going to just stand up and start walking away. (laughs) As being like totally unrivaled. And when the song finishes, when the song finishes, she's like, just shut up and just don't cause a scene, all right? And she turns to you. Soul's just starting to walk away. (laughs) She turns and looks to you and says, so, what exactly? (laughs) Hello. I suppose that was not the best way to get introduced to someone. My name's Allie Bertrand. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Soliana Polyhymnia. Hmm. She holds out a hand. I take it and shake it happily. She takes your hand and gives the back of it a kiss. Oh, immediate blush. It is wonderful to make your acquaintance. Judging from your name, I would guess you were from the Emerald Forest on Obador, right? That is correct. Hmm. Well, I still have it then, huh? I was worried I was getting rusty. Very specific that you'd know the last name, though. Oh, I didn't recognize the name precisely. I oh, just, okay. It was a My guess. father's been around a lot of places. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, well, perhaps I've heard of him. Uh, his name's Osteris. He's the diplomat for my village. Hmm, Osteris. Maybe. We get a lot of patrons. I'm not sure if I remember his name precisely. But <laughs> even if your father did come here once or twice, is that something you'd really truly wish to know? Oh, I've got siblings everywhere. Don't worry about it. Hmm. Well, I suppose I can assure you one thing, and that is that there are no fruits from the meetings here. Just a blank stare. I think I don't exactly understand what this place is. Oh, this is the softest chief. This is the preeminent house of love in the entire world. Still a blank stare. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Have you come here seeking company? Uh, no, I... Literally, he just told me to bring him here. Ah, Biff seeks company, then. Of course. I... I hope he can pay his bills this time. How much does he owe you? <laughs> Quite a bit. However, his bill is not simply gold pieces. Shit, really? She nods. His bill has exceeded mere money at this point. Oh, shit! Oh, I'm so sorry. It's quite alright. 
I can make him leave. I can just pop him out of existence in a different place right now, if you want. And who are you that is so powerful? You can remove someone from existence. Soliana oh, Polyhymnia. Nobody of importance. Oh, truly? You don't seem like someone of no importance. Sol's gonna not take a full step back, but just a nervous, slight half step back. You take um, a half step back and you bump into someone that was walking by, that was moving behind you. Oh, I am so <clears throat> sorry. You bump into... Fucking poison ivy over here. <laughs> sort of. It's a dryad. Okay. Oh, oh terribly uh, sorry. I'm, me too. I'm so sorry. I wasn't looking. I wasn't I was watching where I was existing. going. Truly, my apologies. No, no, it's it's fine. You're fine. I'm just clumsy. I'm very clumsy. <laughs> she bows and moves away. Oh, you don't have to bow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when people do that. Do what? Nothing. Soul swivels back around to face Hallie. I I don't really like it when people bow to me. That's all. Oh, Rosemaris was simply being polite. She was from an area that was, well, she was a rescue, I think is how I would best put it. It's left her in a, well, she is overly gracious to some people. I think she's I very happy to be alive. Are you familiar with dryads? I think that was actually my first one I've ever met. Hmm. Sorry. They're plant spirits, uh, fey creatures by nature, but they're always bound to a tree. And there was a terrible forest fire that was raging across an area, and I happened to stumble across her. She was, well, she was pleading with me to help, and I did my best. She was the only dryad in the forest, and... We were unable to stop the blaze, but I was able to move her tree to here, actually. She's been very grateful. Very kind of you. I've given her many opportunities to go back, to release her back into the wild, as it were, but she seems intent on repaying her debt to me. Though I've insisted there is no debt to repay. Hmm. So, you're a good person. (laughs) Good to know. Sort of. Not every one of these stories are quite as charming as that. She gestures around the room. Make a perception check. Ooh, a check! My favorite! This is weird. I didn't anticipate any of this shit. Hmm. Uh, 28. 28. Damn, soul is good at that. All yeah. Right. So, you see, as you're looking through the room, you in fact see that there are a lot of people that don't match traditional races. Okay. You see, in fact, a couple of them... Well, two of them, in fact, look kind of like angels. Oh, okay. So, kind of while talking, just slowly starts to teeter off to the side, looking past Allie. So Allie will notice you looking at someone else. She's like, oh, has someone caught your eye? No, 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 no. I just noticed um, they, they look like angels. I was just oh surprised. Well, that's because sorry. they are. I'm so sorry. They don't look like angels. They are angels. How are they here? They've always been here. Come on, I'll introduce you. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so she walks you to the other side of the room and introduces you to a, uh, a woman who is standing and speaking to one of the clients there. Shit. No! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> she stands with perfect posture, and she even has some armor on. She looks at you with a, a look of supreme confidence 
and her wings are kind of currently unfurled, and they seem to illuminate a amber-colored light. She turns and looks at you. Ah, hello there. Are you... Hi there. I've been brought here. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm talking. <laughs> Allie turns to this other person and says, Medale, this is Sol. Sol, this is Medale. Hey, Medale. You have a very pretty name. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Medale has been on this world for quite a long time. and over uh, 600 years. Sol kind of mumbles that, but loud enough. <laughs> Medale says, oh, actually, a bit longer than that, even. Oh. A spark of interest kind of appears in Sol's eyes. I see. I travel this world, and I inspire people. I search out art and beauty and poetry, and I try to inspire those to create. Oh, well, already a bard, so got the creative part covered over here. That is very good. (laughs) If you are ever in need of a muse, let me know. Oh, I already took... I'm sorry, I'm going to stop talking completely forever. She gives you a smile. Hmm. That is an interesting drug that you refer to, and it's nowhere near as good as the real thing. Soul tilts their head. Okay. She smiles at you. Awkward smile back. Soul wants to die. <laughs> so Allie's like, well, is there anything else I can do for the two of you? Huh? Allie kind of just smiles and seems to want to remove themselves from the conversation. If you have found someone to spend some time with, if that is. Uh, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> Is Allie just walking away? <laughs> no, no. She's just letting the two of you have some more privacy. That's all. So it looks like they want to die. <laughs> so Medale's going to say, So, is there a problem? You seem upset. Is it? Is it the wings? I can put them away if that would help. I can make wings too, but that's not a big deal to me. I, I think they're really cool. I'm apparently a descendant from an angel, so I think it's really mm. cool. Interesting. So... Do you want to tell me a bit about yourself? Uh, Only if you want to hear me talk. Of course. (laughs) Okay. What do you want to know? So she's going to pull you aside. Dale takes you over to a table and sits down across from you and will happily listen to your story if you wish to share it. Yeah. So we'll kind of talk about their adventure, how they got stuck in the telic house for a whole year without them knowing. She puts her elbows on the table, kind of interlaces her fingers and rests her chin between her two hands as she's watching you, and you get the sense that she is absorbing every word that you're saying. Oh, okay. Soul will go into more details if it seems like she's enjoying it then, because usually Soul will just kind of be very brief with things, because they're afraid of taking up too much time. Mm-hmm. But since it seems fine right now, they'll be lavish about it. And they'll, they'll talk about Siva, they'll talk about Bro, and, and that like awkward beginning and stuff like that. So I was just telling a story now. And I think since they're preoccupied and enjoying themselves, I think they're going to start kind of glowing mm-hmm. with the Aurora. Yeah. So they're talking and their hands are going everywhere. They're, they're off in a different world almost as they're telling the story. Hmm. They kind of go through the steam aisle a little faster. So, do you leave any parts out, or do you tell them? Do you tell everything up to the present? Everything other than the stuff about their village. 
and the whole protectorship stuff and, you know, being a godling and shit. Okay, so you're leaving out some of the important bits then. It more The more important, like, might be a little too sketched to be telling people stuff kind of parts. Mm-hmm. Those they, they left out. So I've never met an elf that is able to grow wings at will and create auroras simply by reminiscing about things. Soul stops and just focuses in on not <laughs> creating light. Hmm. Hmm. You are an interesting being, Soul. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I am so sorry to have shown those. I don't have much control over that, I guess. It just mm. kind of happens. I see. You know, I've I've been around for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. So, I've seen lots of different kinds of people in lots of different walks of life. So you don't really need to be ashamed of, of anything if you want to tell me the truth. Oh. Trust me, I'm not here to judge. You should know, I'm not one of those smite the unholy angels. I'm a muse. It's my job to inspire and help those create. Um, I've been called a godling once before. Mm. An eyebrow goes up. I see. And I don't think I'm good. So, even if you don't judge me for that, it's I'm a bad idea as a person. I just, I'm, I'm full of bad decisions, just pfft, terrible. I should just not be given options ever. Oh, surely you aren't that hard on yourself. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I, uh, I have done some pretty terrible things and might be forced to be doing more terrible things, so... Life is quite the roller coaster for me right now. This year has been, oof, Well, this has just been a year. Yeah. I'm sure whatever it is that you've done isn't going to be the end of the world. Uh, Soul just grimaces at her. Eyebrows up again. I see. Hmm. Well, that is interesting. You are very interesting. No, I'm terrible. Don't say I'm interesting. I'm like the worst person I know. Hmm. That may be true, but... Even bad people still need inspiration. And you, by the way, are not bad. Well, I will agree to disagree with you. That you're not bad, or that you No, that I am bad, but I'll I'll let you think that I'm not bad. (laughs) But we do both agree that you need inspiration. Huh? Do we both agree, then, that you need inspiration? Uh, I don't know. Soul's just looking at her, confused. Is there a hidden language in this building or something that I am not picking up on? Or... Oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. I don't recall a hidden language. I mean, I could probably learn it. I know tongues. I mean, actually, I could probably now make a spell that's stronger than just stung. A- anyways, <laughs> not important. Medea hmm. will pick up one of the glasses on the table, and it will fill with what appears to be liquid gold. Oh, and, cool. she t- and she takes a sip of it. Hmm. What does it taste like? Oh, this? Uh, mm-hmm. It's ambrosia. I wouldn't mm. recommend it. It's an acquired taste. Even for a godling? Well, you're welcome to try. She slides the glass over to you. Just don't laugh at me if I make a face. Deal? Mm. Okay, you can at least I'm giggle. I'm okay? afraid I won't <laughs> be able to take that deal. Fine. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> okay. You pick up the glass and you take a sip of this strange liquid gold. Yeah. And it tastes 
It tastes like memories oh. to you. You sip it and you're suddenly reliving ten memories at the same time. All of them are amazing. They're all some of your happiest times of your life. You're suddenly experiencing them all in like a heightened awareness as well. Like you're there again. And it's an experience of such raw emotion that you feel like a tear welling up in your eye. Hmm. Huh. That's pretty damn good. And Sol will slide it back over to her. Hmm. Most people can't really handle the flavor. You are it interesting. Was amazing. Okay. What do most people taste then? Well, mortals, when they drink it, typically just get very sick. Oh. I got memories. Hmm. Is that weird? It tells me that you are what you say you are. I'm not a very good liar, so even if I do have a liar. So. I'm not sure about that. I think you're better at being deceitful than you give yourself credit for. Go That's on. not a judgment against you. I'm simply pointing out what I'm seeing. Okay. Well, tell me more. What else do you see? I see a person who seems willing to do anything for what they believe is right. And I see someone who is... Putting on the face of being brave, even though deep down they're terrified. Am I close to being right? So just finger guns at her. Just gives a wink. Hmm. You win. Whatever it is, you win. I usually do. You seem to be coming up against something that's really bothering you. Yeah. I'm uh, not exactly... She taps on the armor... Even though I have this, I'm not exactly much of a warrior. This is simply how I was made, if you understand. Oh, okay. But I would still like to assist you, if I could. Well, in what small way that I'm able to. Soul kind of leans forward. Okay. That is, if you'll allow me. Sure. I'll take any help I can get. She gives you a smile, and she stands up from the table and holds a hand out to you. Uh, Soul grabs it. Okay. And stands up with her. All right. She leads you to a door in the southern part of the room. Sol just has a face of confusion the entire time, too. She leads you into this hallway to another door, takes you into that one. And this room has a number of small doors going off of it. She takes you to this one, opens this door up for you, and reveals a very small but well-appointed bedroom. She leads you inside and closes the door behind herself. She says... Don't be afraid of what you see, all right? All right. She gestures for you to sit down on the bed. Okay, so I'll sit down. Looks at her curiously. Okay. You sit down on the bed, and Medale will stand there, kind of close their eyes, take in a deep breath, and outstretch their wings, and that amber light that seems to come off of their wings gets brighter and brighter and brighter, and then the light starts to travel down into their body, and... Their facial features and clothing and hair all sort of become obstructed by just pure amber light pouring off of this creature. And the light from it washes over you and sort of fills you with a sense of warmth and how best to put it. Have you ever been working on a project or a drawing or a story and suddenly... The words were just there, or you just knew exactly the lines to put down on the paper. Yes. And suddenly it's like, oh, this is exactly what I need. And then it just all starts to come together. Okay. That inspiration, that spark, 
That is the feeling that is washing over you right now. You have been basically hit with a pure blast of inspiration from a muse. Okay. So it's enough to kind of overwhelm your senses, and you can't really help but lay down on the bed. You sort of just have to lay back and, and feel this energy. Okay. And it's around that point that you probably lose consciousness. What? <laughs> Everything kind of becomes dizzy and swirly, and you sort of lose track of yourself and time. Okay. All right. No, you're not sure how much time has passed or how long it's been. But I don't sleep. What's happening? No, you, you don't sleep. You were you were incapacitated with some energy. You're not sure what it was. You've never <laughs> okay. seen anything quite like it before. But you, you wake up like you've come to in this bed. You're laying on your back. There is a hand resting on your chest and a wing kind of enveloped over you from a figure laying next to you in bed. I don't know what to do. <laughs> she's like resting her head on her hand. So she's got her left hand on your chest and her right hand is kind of propped with her elbow on the bed. And her hand is propping her head up and she's looking at you. Soul just slowly turns their head over to her. How do you feel? A little confused, not gonna lie. Did the inspiration help at all? Did it? <laughs> You're not sure, but you do feel slightly more creative at least. So, maybe? <laughs> so there was music that I heard when Symphonia gave me that thing, mm -hmm. whatever it was. Yeah. And I well, can technically play music without playing an instrument now. Yeah, it, it wasn't just that you heard music, it's that when you saw Symphonia, you saw music. Okay. Like, Symphonia was music, in a way. Mm-hmm. So I was going to try to replicate whatever that was. All right. You do your best. Manel smiles. That sounds familiar. Mm. I'm better at the Song of Creation, it seems, than this one. Mm. No, I think that you've got it close enough. I recognize the melodies. It's been a long time since I've heard my master. She seems almost a little bit wistful when she says that. How would you do if a barrier was up in the world? Well, actually, you've been around for a while. I assume you already know there's a barrier. Oh, yes, it's it's why I stay here. It's why I've never returned. What would you do if there was a possibility of it going down? Then I would return to be at my master's side till I was given another order. Hmm. It's my duty, and it's why I exist. Okay. Since the barrier exists, though, I've had to find my own path, and that's been difficult. It may seem strange, but we angels don't exist the same way that mortals do. We don't have the same spontaneity. So when given choices and freedom, well, it can be crippling. She smiles, and, well, Allie found us and gave us structure. I'm glad you have a place. Me too. We were lost before. It was not... It wasn't good. <clears throat> but that seems to be Allie's talent, uh, finding those... In need. She seems to be a good person, for the most part, she mm -hmm. would say, I believe. Perhaps. I think she's just keenly interested in, well, I suppose love. If there is a foremost expert on it in the world, I would say it would probably her. Soul has a sudden spark of interest in their eye. It's not anything other than the fact that they're like, oh, my powers are love-based. <laughs> well, this person, a love expert... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Maybe I should talk to her more. Perhaps. Hmm. She runs her hand probably up to your face and pushes some hair out from your eyes. I suppose you should get going then. Could always visit again. Hmm. If you find us. I'm very good at finding people who I'm already connected to. Oh, good. Well then, I'll look forward to seeing you again. Actually, I'm I'm going to look at the the string that I share with this person now. Okay, it's brand new. It's little. It's, a baby. And, it's little and new. It's a baby. It's a baby string. But it's there. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to find you. That's good to hear. But I do feel as though I have one last conversation to have on this day. Unfortunately. Hmm. Very well. If you ever feel the need for inspiration, come back and see me. Okay. I might see you before my wedding. That soon. You said you were getting married in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff's going to happen then, so... Hmm. What better time? What better time? All right, then. I look forward to seeing you. She's going to boop your nose. (sighs) Okay. Cool. I guess Sol's going to stand up and give her hand a squeeze and then kind of just undeshevel themselves wherever, like, there's creases in their clothing, even Hmm. though that doesn't really matter. Right, right. (laughs) It's more habitual. Medale will just kind of stretch out on the bed and lay there watching you. Thank you. I'll see you soon, I guess. She gives you a silent nod. Alright, I'll exit the room. Alright. You head back up into the hallway. Leaving doors. Mm-hmm. Alright, so as you return, you find Biff talking to another being. She is a stunningly attractive female with large red and black wings coming off of their back, mm-hmm. and small red horns coming out of their forehead. She also appears to have a single red tail as well. And Biff is like, appears to be trying to lay the moves on her, and it appears she's having none of it. Just from reading the body language smirk from here. At, smirk at it and try to walk away unnoticed. Do, do, do. Okay. Are you looking for anyone in particular in the main room? Oh, uh... there are new people in here than there were last time. Oh, can I just look around? Sure, sure. So, you see another being that looks kind of like an angel, but the feathers on their wings are red instead of amber. Okay. You see a harpy. You see a satyr. You see a couple of half-orcs. You see some elves. You see some halflings. You see some gnomes. You see a couple of humans, you see another halfling, and a couple more humans that look like they're from far-off cultures. They're wearing clothes that you don't recognize. Gotcha. Out of all these people, does anyone really stand out? Oh, and there's also a Serpentes in here. I'm sorry, what? There's a Serpentes in here. Oh, hell yeah, I'm gonna talk to a fucking Serpentes. What do they look like? Well, they look a bit different than... Hildy, by a fair amount, yeah. Okay. This one appears to look younger, but also, this one's not wearing clothes. Oh, okay. So, their skin tone is definitely more snake-like and reptilian. Their body's covered in scales. But they appear to have sort of eschewed wearing clothing of any kind. But anyway, she's over in the corner, sipping a drink and politely conversing with a few people. But no one very... Intensely or in particular. Okay. So I was going to at first wander over and then get nervous and dawdle a little on the way there. Uh, You're bothering this person, though. But you've never met anyone other than Hildy. 
they're gonna slowly slide against the wall towards the Serpentes. The Serpentes probably has more than one glass currently. Yeah. So they probably have, like, at least two glasses in their hands. Mm-hmm. They take a sip out of one, take a sip out of the other, and then she's going to turn her head and say, Darling, if you are not going to come over here and talk to me, then what are you doing? Oh, I was going to talk to you. I'm just really bad at it. Hi, my name's Sol. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You can call me Mephi. That's a very pretty name. Nice to meet you, Mephi. Hmm. That's a pretty name yourself there, Sol. To what do I owe the pleasure? Ooh. Ah. Uh, hmm. If I say what I'm thinking, I feel like it's kind of rude, so I'm not sure. Uh, it's kind of... I don't know. Ugh. I'm an asshole. Please excuse me. I'm a terrible mm-hmm. person. <laughs> You're wondering why I'm not wearing any clothes? Oh, no, not at all. Oh. You can do whatever you want. You're wondering... What? I've only ever met one other Serpentes, and her name was Hildegard, and I, I don't really know where in the world this place is currently. Hmm. That's it. <laughs> oh, I know Hildegard. You do? Oh, of course. Hmm. She is an amazing person. She helped me out a lot. Yeah, she has turned over a new leaf, that's for sure. What? What? Oh, is this where she, this was before she was a pacifist or something, or... Hmm, something like that. Hmm. We all live very long lives, and some of us get squeamish about our pasts, try to reforge ourselves into something new. I suppose there's a bit of nobility in that, right? The drive to improve ourselves. I suppose I might be the opposite, she says as she takes another drink from one of her, her glasses she's holding. I find myself in this pit of degradation, but it is ever so fun. Well... At least you're having fun, hmm. right? Oh, very much so. And are you here for said fun as well? Oh, right. I was brought here because of that guy. <laughs> so points across the room towards Biff. Hmm. I believe that man was banned from this establishment. I didn't know that. He didn't tell me that. He's kind of a dick. Hmm. I offered to teleport him away, but no one said do it, so... <laughs> hmm. I'm sure that the mistress will have words for him. I believe I will leave it in her capable hands. So is there anything I can assist you with? Oh, no, I guess I just wanted to say hi. That's all. Hmm. Well, a fine hello to you as well. Thank you. She'll raise two glasses to you. So I'll just, like, looks at their hands, looks up, and then they just raise two thumbs up back at her. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful evening. Hmm. It certainly will be entertaining, the least. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So starts to walk away, but they're very confused. <laughs> Everyone talks so strangely here. So kind of fidgets a little looking at Biff as if they're trying to figure out if they should make him leave or not. So Biff is still attempting to lay the moves on this person in front of them and make a perception check. Oh, cool. I can do that. Hi, chow. 26. So, judging from the person's outward movements, it appears that they are being cold and unreceptive toward Biff, but on further investigation with your very high perception roll, you can see that the entire thing is an act, and it is a well-practiced dance that the two of them are dancing. Ah. <sighs> Soul rolls their eyes and starts to walk around. They grab a glass and just think of something sweet. 
and let it happen. <laughs> Alrighty. You feel a tap on, like, probably the back of your leg. My leg? Mm-hmm. You feel a tap so, on the back of your leg. So we'll turn and look down? Hello there. Hi. We don't get very many new people these days. I'm... I suppose it, it's probably a side effect of our traveling. Well, it's good to meet you. The name's Inigo. Inigo Chubb. Nice to meet you, Inigo. My name's Sol. He holds up a hand. Sol will lean down and shake it. Ah, fine beauty you are. Thank you, I think. <laughs> uh, so Inigo Chubb is going to do his best attempt to see uh, what you're here for, and whether you're interested in spending some time with a halfling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have permission from any of my partners for one thing, so know, that's right? that's not happening. And and two, no. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> well, the fact is, he called Soul Beautiful. Yeah, that's a big turnoff. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I just came here with my friend, talked me into it. I didn't know what the place was like, so I'm kind of here awkwardly until. I guess we leave at some point. I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm going to wait until Allie tells us to leave, I guess. He nods and goes about his business then. <laughs> Soul just drinks whatever they're drinking faster and by themselves. So right as Biff, you know, is continuing laying on the moves, Catelyn starts to get louder and seemingly more violent toward him to the point where... She clasps him around the throat with her pretty strong-looking clawed hands and uh, looks like she's about to strangle him. When the two of them start to move in for a kiss, it's about exactly that point where Allie walks up and says, No, no, not for this client. And immediately the winged figure will let go of Biff and walk away. Soul's trying to hide their smile. (laughs) Just drink, drink, drink. (laughs) And it's at that point that um, that Biff just kind of looks at Allie and says, like, "Really, you you couldn't have like saved me all the time and effort of the dance. Like you had to wait till I did all of that and then interrupt." And so Allie, slowly he approaches. Allie just kind of smiles and says, "Yes, of course, because this is the least of what we can do. You wasted a lot of our time and well, a lot of unpaid bills. So yeah, we're going to waste your time right back." Soul's trying not to giggle but they're kind of purposely letting enough noise come out to make Biff hear it now perhaps in a few more years we might be willing to work out some sort of compensation plan for you to make your way in here but for now you remain banned from this establishment understand Biff just grumbles and says fine I can take him out of here Allie Mm, that would be just fine. Is there anything we can do for you? For me? Mm-hmm. Before you go. Uh, no, I, I think I'm fine? <laughs> Question marks everywhere. Oh, oh, very well. If you ever find yourself back in the neighborhood, don't be a stranger. Yeah, you know, always... I'm gonna live a long time, so... Oh, good. Well, you're welcome back here in case you feel the need to return. Thank you, Allie. I appreciate that. You've been a very hospitable host, and I really appreciate it. Hmm. Well, it's my pleasure. Now I'm going to go kick this guy's ass. Please do. (laughs) Come on, Biff. 
Grumbles, grumbles. I can literally just barely slap you, and you would end up against that wall completely, you know? Ooh, I could hit you with one of my claws. You'd hate that. Soul's just chatting with him on the way out. You know, you're awfully calm for someone that just suddenly has claws, you know? Hurtful. What? I'm just saying, you're being very casual about having claws suddenly, when you didn't yesterday, apparently. Well, what do you think you'll have tomorrow? You said I have sharp teeth, right? Yeah, they look pretty sharp, yeah. Even bigger. Harsh, 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 harsh. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be great. They'll be very fearsome. I've always been fearsome, Beth. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And now you'll look on the outside as well. Where do you want to go? He shrugs. I have no idea. But I'm glad I at least got my drink. So if there's anyone else we need to talk to to get your god squad going. Uh, <laughs> do I don't that. know any other priests, sir. Unless you do. I've had my run-ins with lots of folks here and there. So, I mean, I don't know if any of them made a great impression from me. So me introducing you might not be the best means to get in with someone's good graces. Gotcha. That might be it for the night, then. Well, thanks for the little global tour, then. You're welcome. I guess you can just drop me off anywhere. Oh, that's a very dangerous set of words, Beth. (laughs) An evil smile is on Soul's face. I don't know. I'm fairly resourceful. Alright, let's see. He goes over to the doors and, like, opens one and peeks out, and opens another one and peeks out. Hmm, very interesting. Maybe I should just pick one of these at random. Or I could push you through one. Ooh. Kind of funny. Sure. If not a little hurtful. Oh, it's it's tough love, buddy. Oh, you love me? That's so sweet. Ugh. Never mind, I take it back. It just beams at you. You make it real hard being your friend, you know that? I've been told that before, but I just see it as being honest. <sighs> Alright, start walking in front of the doors and I'll pick you through one. <laughs> ah. Alright, he's just gonna... Pick the door that's in front of you and go through it. Okay. So Biff will vanish through the door, and Allie will wave farewell to you. Oh, have a good evening. And you as well, Soul. Don't be a stranger. All right, you got it. And good luck with your quest. Soul looks a little concerned. Any chance you are in really close connection with any gods? She kind of like smiles a little bit, and she's like, maybe, maybe not, but... I'm not sure even if I was, they would be interested in helping you. Eh, it was worth a try. Best of luck out there. I know I'm counting on you. She gives you a wink. Soul looks so confused. Why does everyone talk like this? In this fucking place! <laughs> uh, you, you got it. And Soul will weave in a puff of feathers, I guess. Alright, and where do you go? I don't really know any other gods, per se. Oh boy. Am I going to do that? Ooh. Is that even a good idea? I think it's a good idea. I'm going to Daraham. Alright. You go to Daraham. I'm assuming the City of Hale? Yeah. Alright. You appear in the City of Hale in the shadow of the statue of Matilda. Alright. I'm going to start walking up to the head office building place. Okay. You walk up to the palace and you are stopped by the gate guards. May I pass, please? They inform you that this is an area that is off-limits to only those who are authorized on order of the Queen. Okay. I'm going to send a message to Matilda, then. Okay. Well, I guess since Sol can kind of just talk, can they do that? You don't really have a string to Matilda. You don't have Uh, a thread. I'll just use sending, then. Okay. So you start to use sending. Go ahead. Hi, 
Matilda. It's Sol. I was wondering if I could talk to you so I could get into your building to talk to you if you have time. I need some help. Might be interesting for you. Okay, let me know. That's it. Okay. Before you get a response, you hear from behind you, Sol? Is that you? I turn? You turn and you see the friend you made the last time you were here. Billy? Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, Billy. Hi there. What brings you back to, to Hale? Oh, I was going to talk to Matilda about something. Oh, were the guards giving you trouble? Oh, yeah, they don't like letting me in if, like, unless Alec is with me normally. Oh, that must be kind of a pain then. Yeah, I'm going to talk to him in a bit. They walk up and they're holding, a, like, a bundle under their arms, mm-hmm. and they present a paper to the guards. By order of the Intelligence Bureau, I'm, I'm bringing some special uh, requested items. They salute, and Billy will grab your arm, and oh. my friend is coming with me. And the guards kind of look at each other and don't protest. Sol's going to wait until they're out of earshot from the guards. Thank you, Billy. Well, the least I could do. Uh, the intelligence service, they asked me to help from time to time to, to make them some things. Oh, uh, I'm happy that's really awesome it. of you. Thanks. Um, it's the, the least I can do. I mean, it helps my country, right? Mm-hmm. Love of home is one of the most important feelings. Mm-hmm. So the two of you get into the, the palace proper. And you get to where it diverges to the intelligence services in one direction and the palatial chambers in the other. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, good luck on your uh, meeting, I guess. Thanks. And I'll see you later, Billy, okay? Sure. I'll, I'll see you around. Stay awesome. And so we'll trot off. All right. You move off into the palatial area, and you get to like that large courtyard with the corgis. With the shadow corgis. Yeah. All right. So you get to this courtyard area, and an attendant is going to move up and be like, um, what are you doing here exactly? Oh, I'm here to talk to Matilda. Did you have an appointment with Her Majesty, the Queen? So it looks like they contemplate for a second. No. And then they just look back at that person with a flat face. I'm sorry, you you cannot simply walk in on Her Majesty the Queen without an appointment or being sent for. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Hmm. How did you even get this far? Who are you? I'm Soliana Polyhymnia. I've been here before. Several times, actually. The the attendant kind of, like, screws their face up a little bit, thinking about what you're saying. Uh, I see. Um, I'm, I'm going to go and check... And they sidestep, and then they end up turning and moving away from you. I'm going to keep going. Okay. You turn around and continue toward the throne room. Do you proceed upon in? I guess I'd knock first. Okay. You knock, and there's no answer when you knock. The doors are closed, but they don't appear to be locked. I look behind me to see if anyone is there to stop me. Not yet. All right. I'll go forward, then. I'll go into the room. You push the doors open and enter the throne room, and... You see Matilda sitting upon her throne at the far end of the room. Her attention seems to be occupied by a pet in her lap. I'll wait. She's asking it, who's a good pup? Who's (laughs) a good pup? You are a good pup. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You are a good pup. Yes, yes, you are. Sol just smiles at the interaction. And they slowly walk up, but they won't say anything. Matilda's bony face will crane up to eye level again and look across the throne room to see you. Ah, well, hello there again, dearie. Welcome. Hello, Matilda. It's very nice to see you. Are you here about... Well, I suppose you're here about all of that. She kind of gestures in your general direction. Yeah, I am. It's not really an improvement on you, 
if I may be so blunt. Feelings mutual. I think you looked better with the classic look. Soul tilts their head and they're unsure if she's actually talking about their androgynous self or not. (laughs) The new form has too many wings. Ah. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe if you add a few more pairs and like balance it out. (laughs) Hmm. Give it some time, maybe. I'm ultimately not sure. Anyway, what brings you here? I wish to ask for some help from you, Your Highness. Hmm. Help? I've already helped you. What more do you need? I was wondering if you would like to make an allegiance with with the village of Presidio. Hmm. And you are speaking on its behalf as its protector? That is correct. And also as a member of the Eight? No. You realize that is a bit of a conflict of interest, right? I understand. And what exactly are you going to do when this conflict of interest comes to a head? Give myself up freely for the betterment of the world. It's a very sad expression on Soul's face. Self-sacrifice? How very intriguing. Hmm. Well, as you may or may not know, the enemy and his lieutenants, of which now I suppose you are a number, have been my enemy for some time now. I have no wish to see this world destroyed, so of course I will assist. But you must forgive my questioning your motives, why exactly should I not, say, bind you here, myself, and seek to find a way to destroy you to eliminate one of the eight? Because I was tricked into being one. And does that make it better? How many of the other eight were tricked the same way as you? Does that make them any less dangerous, or any less devoted to their master's cause? I wouldn't be coming to you, of all people, if I had other motives. Hmm. Logistically, it wouldn't make sense. Am I not correct? Perhaps you're trying to lure me into a a trap, or you're perhaps trying to ascertain the depths of my power and knowledge on the subject so that you can report the back to your master. I I simply want protection for my village, or in case something happens where I am no longer in control. That is very noble-sounding. But the being I see before me doesn't... Fill me with confidence of your true intentions. Then what do I need to do? An assurance. Something that you're willing to put up as collateral. Mm. What do you have that you can give to me for safekeeping that would ensure your loyalty? If a lich's eyes could light up, you'd swear that Matilda's eyes just lit up. She claps twice. Oh! I know! I know exactly what we could do. I will help you, and I will assist in whatever plan you have. And to keep your loyalty, I will hold on to something that you hold dear. I believe there is someone in my employ that you very much care about. How does that sound? Just make sure he's safe. Well, that's entirely up to you, my dear. That's the point. I will simply place a geas upon him. Is contingent upon your loyalty to the cause that you believe in, to saving the world. And if you, well, if it turns out that you don't, he will die an excruciatingly painful death. I think that sounds fair. Don't you? I just, I told you I don't even know if I have control in the future. Well, then this would give you some more motive. Maybe allow you to dig that extra little bit deeper and find the willpower to resist, hmm? 
Especially if it means someone that you love would die. Just just tell him to blame me. Hmm. I suppose I can do that, at the very least. So, now that we're working together, to what would be your plan? And how would you have me act in it? Everything's taking place on the Equinox in two weeks. Hmm. Two weeks of the Equinox. Very special day, I suppose. Your... Official wedding. Hmm. Ascension to power and all that. Yes. All right. All right. I've been instructed to put down the barrier when I have it. Matilda sets their pet down and stands up from their throne, and the room suddenly becomes cold. Yes. I haven't been to a wedding in such a long time. Whatever will I wear? I'm sure you'll look beautiful no matter what. (laughs) Do you have a color choice? Something that would be thematic? I don't want to stand out too much. Uh, teals and maroons are quite popular for my family. Mm, teal and maroon. I'm sure I can have my royal seamstress pull together something quickly. <sighs> Soul looks so sad. <laughs> Whatever is wrong, my dear. You have the alliance you came here for, do you not? I know. I just love him. Hmm. I can't help but worry. All the more reason to stay true to your beliefs. Soul solemnly nods. Thank you for your assistance and everything. Hmm. Matilda will take a step forward and start walking down the raised platform that her throne is on. She starts to walk toward the middle of the room. And as she does, she's like flexing her fingers and you can see shadowy energy moving through her form. This will be exciting. I haven't got to do this myself in such a very long time. Hmm. Maroons and teals. I'm sure I'll look striking. (laughs) I'm sure you'll catch a lot of eyes. Hmm. Yes, that would be nice. I will excuse myself, Your Majesty. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Ally of mine. Until we meet on the field of battle. Good luck. You too. Thank you. You're not sure if she's smiling at you, but you think she is. Okay. So I'm going to turn and leave the room. Alright. You leave the room. Just the slow closing doors behind you and sliding down slightly. Mm Hmm. The doors close on their own with a loud clong. And it sinks in now that Alec's life is on the line, too. Then again, everyone's life was on the line in one way or another. Where is his string? It's pointed off the south. Far south? Not terribly, terribly far. Across the channel in Parthenay, you think. Gotcha. I'm going to use my undetectable conversation bond with him. All right. No form appears in front of him because I don't want to mess up any sort of mission. Can you hear me? Soul? Yeah. It's me. I haven't heard from you in a little while. I mean, I guess it hasn't been that long. It feels like it's been a while. It feels like it's been a very long while. No, honestly. Yeah. A- anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, how are you? How's How are things? Are you... Is everything okay? Do you need my help with something? I... I like you very, very much, Alec. <laughs> yeah, I like you too, Soul. I think, I think we've been a little bit beyond this, but... I just made an alliance with the queen. Oh, well, that's that's great. That's fantastic news. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're an no, official no, ally of the crown now. Be happy, please. What, what do you mean? Why shouldn't I be happy? This is this is what we were hoping for, right? Uh, she said if I ever lose control or betray her in any way, uh, that means you would die. Ah, collateral. Yeah? You know that... That actually makes sense. That actually makes quite a bit of sense. Mm. Yeah, they're 
They've got all of their their moves figured out in advance. I didn't realize she knew about us. I suppose I suppose that's partially my fault. What do you mean? I mean, she created book, right? And I guess that link still delivers information. So And you you tell book everything, right? I mean, most everything. I mean, it's kind of important, especially if it's something that can be useful later. So yeah, I, I tell Book lots of things. It's my job. I know. I, I hope you're not upset. No, I think in the past I might have been, but I'm not. It's good to hear. I, I want you to know I'm not worried at all. You're not? No, why would I be? I trust you. I have since that day you sprung me out of a cell. How? I yelled at you and tried to tie you up with a cape. Yeah. Your own cape. Mm-hmm. And you were terrible at it. I'm terrible at a lot of things. But you know what you're not terrible about? Speaking your mind and standing up for what you believe in. You're not terrible at that. And that's why I have complete confidence that if push comes to shove, you're not going to back down and you're going to stand up for what you believe in. So I'm not worried. I mean, sure. not about me. I'm worried about you almost constantly. But I'm also probably not supposed to tell you that. Why not? <laughs> it's, uh, I guess it just makes me sound anxious or weak. I think out of all the times we've spent together, a lot being on a ship in a magic room, mm-hmm. I think we're we're good to, to talk about that kind of stuff. Fair enough. You don't have to feel weak around me. I mean, I think you should be comfortable expressing whatever feelings you do feel around me. Well, then I'll speak plain. I am not worried about it. I think that you will be true to yourself and true to your beliefs, even if it means that you would be the one to die. I don't think you would ever knowingly let someone else come to harm. Yeah. So I'm not worried about me. I'm going to stay worried about you. I'm going to do my best to help. I um, I intend to be there, you know. At the wedding? Uh-huh. Yeah. Not going to be too much of a brat, are you? Look, I'm well aware of your feelings toward your husband, but I'm also well aware of your feelings toward me, so I'm not threatened by it. Okay. I Besides, just know you tend to tease a little. Look, there are lots of times to tease. I think I can refrain for one day. Okay. We trust you. See? Good. We trust each other. We have for a while. Exactly. So what's there to worry? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say nothing, and then I felt this immense pain in my chest. <laughs> So, I'll worry enough. Good. I assume you're on a mission, though, so I won't keep you too long. I appreciate it. I... Yeah, Sol? I love you. I love you too, Sol. Dorkiest smile. They just slide down that door. <laughs> they still have their back against. They just smile. <sighs> yes, I think you'll have a very nice room in the village. Just a room? I wanted a house like a villa you want a whole house i yeah, thought you like wanted a... to live in the estate with me no. all right i guess you can live apart from me i wanted a private villa a private villa it is fine fine <laughs> i'll make it as cushy as possible but not too cushy you got to keep it a little rugged a little oh. more simplistic for you oh well, thank you <laughs> and all your wants and needs will be taken care of oh, i'll be pampered day and night maybe hmm. unless you're too much of a brat and then nothing for you Tough but fair. Tough but fair. I have to be a good ruler, do I not? Mm, Of course. And you'll need someone by your side that can steer you in the right direction. Of course. I'll talk to you later, Alec, okay? Of course. See you soon. You bet. Bye. Bye. And the connection 
is closed, and you find yourself alone in your own head. Hmm. Gonna stand up, awkwardly dust myself off, because it's unnecessary, but it's a habit, and start to walk through the courtyard again. Alright. Out to the building! Alright, you head outside, you head outside of the palace, and find yourself in the central forum of the city of Hale again. Okay. Standing there is the large statue of Matilda, looking over her people. Soul nods politely to the statue, and then they go to Hartenshin. You appear in Hartenshin. What part of the city are you going to? Uh, I guess the library is the easiest place for me to focus on, other than Siva. Okay. You well, appear... Actually, Siva is in Hartenshin, right? Just to double check. Yes. Okay. So, I go to Hartenshin. Alright. You appear in front of the library in Hartenshin. I'm going to go to the Heartstring Tap Room. Okay. You turn and you head over to the Heartstring Tap Room. You arrive there and you see that Siva is not at her normal spot. Alright. There's a bartender that's working there, pouring drinks. Is she asleep already? Oh, hello there. No, uh, actually the boss hasn't returned yet. They went on uh, an urgent errand a few days ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll go find her then. Soul turns and goes to follow Siva's string then. Okay, you walk outside and you see a carriage moving up the street toward you. And it's slowing down as it approaches. And it stops in pretty much in front of you. And the door will open and Siva will step out of the carriage. Look up at you and just kind of look both surprised, happy, and annoyed all at the same time. Did I do something wrong? <laughs> no, not at all. It's just interesting to see you everywhere I go and you somehow always beat me there. Is it an issue? I can I can make myself slower. <laughs> no, it's quite all right. I just I just got back from the Fuchtorf estate from the castle. Oh, Your friend is settling in. I think. Yeah, that's that's mom. <laughs> yeah, uh, settling in as best she can. I think. Yep. Well, she gets to stay sane if she stays sad. So that's really awkward to talk that's about. <laughs> very depressing, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So are you here here, or is this another one of your projections here? Soul holds out their hand for Siva. She looks at it and sort of like touches it very, very cautiously, as if expecting her hand to go through it. And as soon as she touches and actually feels you, she's going to look you dead in the eyes, and she's going to jump at you to, to hug you. I'll hug her back. Mm, I have missed you. I've missed you too. Since she's hugging me, I'll kind of pick her up a little bit and swing her around. Your new form is interesting. Oh, do you not like it? I don't know if I don't like it. It's just, it's different, that's all. I'm getting used to it. Apologies. <clears throat> not needed. Do you feel more comfortable like this? I do. Interesting. All right. Just somewhere in the middle. All right. I understand. Is there anything... She, like, starts to look self-conscious. Um, hmm. Is there anything about me you would change? Of course not. You're perfect the way you are. Oh, ah, very well. That was the right answer, by the way. Well, I'm just speaking my mind. <laughs> so, what brings you to town? Well, I of course want to see my favorite person from Hartenshin. Hmm. And also for business. Ooh, business. How interesting. I know, very unusual for me, isn't it? Truly. What sort of business? Soul kind of holds out their arm for Siva. Well, we can discuss it inside or we can keep talking out here. Your choice. Oh, I think there's a glass in there that has my name on it. Quite literally, actually. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so the two of you go inside, and the bartender will greet the boss and have a drink ready for them immediately. Just came a little too soon, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender grunts in agreement. 
<laughs> Siva takes a sip from her drink and then turns to look at you. So, what exactly do you have in mind? So, there's a huge issue with that whole agreement that I took. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, I'm trying to gain forces to make sure that everything goes off without a hitch um, during the equinox. I'm not entirely sure what a group of pickpockets and street toughs are going to do to help you. Exactly. I wasn't sure what sort of organization powers you had. I thought I'd ask nonetheless. Hmm. I mean, we're a loose affiliation of like-minded individuals. We don't exactly have a standing army or anything like that, but we do have quite a bit of financial resources and manpower, uh, at least of the untrained variety mm-hmm. at our disposal. I'm not sure how that would assist you, though, exactly. <laughs> That's okay. I thought I'd ask, nonetheless. I've already gotten Queen Matilda's help, so... I mean, if you need... If there's you, like I a, definitely need you there. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Even if I think you're marrying the wrong person. <laughs> I'm already married to him, Siva. Mm-hmm. Well, who's to say you can't marry someone else, too? That's true. I can technically change the rules after everything. Hmm. She gets, like, a playful smile. That's a very interesting thought. Isn't it? <laughs> They're just teasing each other, I think. So, my organization is good at finding people and making other people disappear, not in waging open battles. <sighs> oh well. I at least asked, just in case. I want to make sure to cover all of my bases. Of course. Got help well. from two gods plus one that... I'm pretty sure two gave me a blessing and one is just gonna help. Hmm. Well, sounds like you got a bit more firepower on your side than little old me. You're all the firepower, though. Hmm. Just smile. She holds a finger up in front of her lips and a single candle flame appears on the tip of her finger, and she'll blow it out seductively at you. Oh, she's done this before. Mm-hmm. I know oh, yeah. this move. Oh, it's her, <laughs> yeah, it, it's her, it's her blow-out-the-fire move. Oh, yeah, she's done it before. Can I ever tell you how much I love you? Hmm. Not nearly enough. Hmm. I love you. Hmm. It's a little lean forward. I love you. I'll mm-hmm. lean forward a little bit more. I love you. She I leans, love you. And love she you. leans forward as well. And how long can you stay here? Ugh. <sighs> For a little while. I suppose that will have to do. She'll finish her drink, stand up. I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, not yet you aren't. Oh, not in front of everyone else! <laughs> she chuckles as she leads you into the back room. <laughs> and good old fade to black. <laughs> fade to black. <laughs> hmm. Alright, so after some time passes, Sol will kiss you on the head. I believe it's time for me to go, my love. Hmm. Very well. Just, uh... Good luck out there, okay? Um, I'm counting on you. I know. You thought a little ragtag kid from a dead man's rest would uh, <laughs> ever end up being your hero. By the end of this, you're going to end up being a lot of people's hero. I'm going to try my best. But you can't tell them I'm a hero. Soul winks. Of course not. <laughs> That's something for the history books, right? <laughs> Whoever tells the story gets to decide that. Exactly. Which is why we're going to have to make sure that it's us. I love you too. She gives you a ferocious kiss. I'll keep in touch. You know I will. You'd better. Uh, I have a lot more easy ways of talking to you now, mm-hmm. so... You go get them, okay? You got it. Made out of tough stuff. Mm-hmm. The toughest. So we'll leave the room. Alright, where to next? <sighs> Technically, Hildy didn't tell Soul. Oh, wait! Zell! I could ask Zell! Okay, I'm gonna go to the Merry Valley to ask Zell for help. Okay. Cool, cool. 
you materialize in front of the spire. There is a sign there that says Halfling's Welcome. <laughs> Sol's gonna simply send a message to Zell. Just kind of wait outside. Hi, Zell. In the area. Actually, literally right in front of your spire. Was wondering if you had time to talk. Things are coming up and might need some help. You protect the world from devastation. Teen idol people in the I'm gonna die now. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I, I send a message to Zell requesting his appearance. Okay, so... Like, yo, get out here, bitch. <laughs> Go! I'm on your front yard, bitch. Where you at? Where you at, home dog? The door to the spire will open up, and it's a halfling-sized door. Okay, so I... Oh, I can just shrink myself. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I'm getting there. The door will pop open, and out from the spire strides a little halfling wearing a gold-colored suit. Oh, okay. He walks up and looks oh. up at you. What is it? Is that you? Of course it's me. Look, the last time I saw you, you were like, you know? And the last time I saw you, you were, you know. Okay, fair enough. Exactly. <laughs> so if we're both going to show things that we aren't actually are and what we're pretending to be, I figured I would join you in that illusion. Look, it'll scare people if I, you know. And you think that I never scared people? Oh, you scared us. That was true. And you think I never scared, you know, people that I liked? All right. Mm. Mm. Would you prefer me to, you know? No. No, I would oh. not. Now, do we wish to have this meeting out here or having a nice cup of tea? I would love to have some cup of tea with you. Oh, come on in. Thank he you. He turns around and walks back into the spire and tells you to mind the door. I'll just shrink my size. <laughs> okay. So a halfling soul walks in. It's my first time being in here. You find this area is well appointed with tons and tons of bric-a-brac. There are antiques and handmade items everywhere. It looks like the most overcrowded sitting room you've ever seen in your life. It's huge, but there are cabinets and little antique displays everywhere, and they're all overfilled <laughs> with stuff. Just knickknacks and tchotchkes. Yeah, it's tchotchkes everywhere, top to bottom tchotchkes. It's an old lady. I love him. Okay. <laughs> he sits down at a large table and he picks up a little teapot, pours it, and it is filled with piping hot tea. And he pours another one and he sets one next to the place setting next to his and he indicates for you to sit. I shall sit. So, do you take cream or sugar? Or mm. both? Both. Both is good. I like all options. So he goes ahead and tries to whip up a nice cup of tea for you with cream and sugar. And then does the same for himself, but his is almost entirely sugar. <sighs> Sol's gonna fill up theirs with a lot of sugar, too, to be honest. Like, a little bit of cream and then sugar, 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 sugar. Stir it, sip, sugar, sugar, sugar. Stir it, sip. Okay. <laughs> good. I see we both have sweet tea. Sweet tooths? Sweet tots? Sweet <laughs> <laughs> I see we both have sweet tooths. Yes, of course. It's uh, something I've had as well, as far back as I can remember. So, do you want to talk about your condition? I do. are you a bit beyond that at this point? Well, it depends. Are you going to say, yikes, shouldn't have done that? Because I, I got that part. <laughs> I'm feeling that part. Like, a lot. I just, I want you to know that I've gave you some serious warnings the last time you were here about making sure that your friend stayed on the good path and did not lead the world to an early grave. 
Are you actually talking about him? What do you mean? Marcus is dead. I figured as much. The being that, that I revealed that day was dangerous, to say the least, and I figured there was a very high chance that things wouldn't work out. But it was his choice. There was a good possibility that that would have happened, so I'm I'm sorry. I know he was close. Yeah. And I, I also know that you have gone through a bit of a change since the last time I saw you, and I take it that is why you seek my help? That is correct. I have known quite a few beings that were not completely mortal, things that would defy time and age, and I have known some things that ascended similar to you as well, and I believe it may be possible to reverse it. You do? Perhaps. Really? <laughs> Go on. But it it would be very difficult to do. It would require well, it would require a mastery of of magic, and it would well, it would be a very taxing spell to cast. Just tell me what I need to do. Well, first we would need to find a spellcaster, one that was capable of casting the spell, and one that was willing to pay the price needed. This is not why you came here. True. This is something that we can discuss later. You're I'm... more concerned with the imminent threat, aren't you? That is correct. If the barrier goes down, I fear for all life on this world. I know. I don't think we'll survive it. I can only hope. So, in the meantime, I'm requesting your assistance for the Equinox to make sure that things don't go badly. I understand. I will do my best. I appreciate the invitation to your wedding. Well, I was hoping you'd come anyways, to be honest. Hmm. It's been a while since I've been to a swanky party in the Elven Lands. Do you want me to decorate you? Pardon? You know, I could get some teal clothing for you, or maroons. I think... But I it always looks good on you. Hmm. I mean, I think I could probably have a suit sewn up for me. He kind of, like, <laughs> looks at himself. Although I may have something around here. He stands up from the table, goes over, and starts rooting through some piles of things. A little while later, he'll produce a suit that is actually like a magenta suit. Oh, Sol actually looks really pleased. Do you think that this would work? I think he'd look quite dapper in it, Zell. Hmm. This was given to me 91 years ago. Be specific. Well, it was 91 years, 8 months, and 16 days. That's just very specific. (laughs) There's something that dragons have a knack for, that is remembering and knowing where things that they possess are. I always admired dragons. Hmm. It's a bit ironic, isn't it? Yep. Do I look disgusting? I wouldn't say you looked disgusting. I would say you look like you're somewhere in between. I see. You're somewhere in between what you were and somewhere between. It's honestly hard to explain. Well, I appreciate the tea and calm and understanding conversation. It's very helpful. Would you feel more comfortable being in that form? Saul swallows hard. I I think it only causes problems, Zal. What do you mean? You know, it'll scare people. It'll... <laughs> I mean right now, with me. You sure? You're not going to frighten me. (sighs) Okay. Sol will stand up from the table and kind of adjust themselves so that they don't knock anything over. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they'll release their form. All right. You release your form, and you see that it has already changed a bit more since the last time it shifted. You're definitely more of a quadrupedal frame now than you were before. And you've got these claws that you didn't have before. 
but you now kind of, if you feel your face, you can feel that your head has kind of elongated a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, uh... Zell shifts into his normal form as well. And he reaches out with an enormous clawed hand, and he very, very carefully and with expert practiced skill picks up the halfling-sized teacup <laughs> and sips it. Can I just levitate mine towards me? <laughs> <laughs> Zell looks at you and kind of tisks. You're never going to get better at it unless you practice. Oh, fine. Soul with, like, <laughs> a shaky hand <laughs> goes to pick up the teacup with their index finger and thumb. <laughs> okay. Make a dexterity check. Okay, that's not my worst skill. Ooh, 22. Okay. You pick it up and you lose just a little bit of tea on the way up, but you manage to sip it without spilling too much of it or breaking it. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. <laughs> you show expert control. I try my best. It's something that, well, it took me quite a long time to master, so give yourself the same time to adjust and the same level of patience with yourself, and before you know it, you'll be able to maneuver around and, well, do whatever you wish, in whichever form you are. Thank you, Sal. Of course. And you should know that you are who you are, regardless of what skin you wear. I think your friend Marcus taught you that lesson, actually. Yeah, he did. He's really great. Zell will put a hand. He'll reach forward with his right arm. He's gonna kind of just sort of gently give you a pet. It will be all right. It's very justified what he did. He was a very good person, but I'm still sad. It's never easy losing those that we care about. And the pain never really goes away, but it does dull over time. You learn to move on. That void will always be there. (sighs) Well, he made me a stronger person, so the least I can do is just make sure that the world stays safe, right? Exactly. (sighs) And I think if you keep up your practice, you'll be able to attend the finest tea parties in the land. Oh, but my friend, the only tea parties I care about are yours. Well, maybe that's what the ones I was meaning to. Ah, I see you're intending to invite me to more. Well, I mean, it's not often that you have an excuse to uh, invite another being to your draconic-themed parties. (laughs) I have a friend named Burr. He's a dragon, too. Hmm. He's uh, not as, um, Soul just kind of gestures around. For some reason, is the best way to explain that he's not <laughs> extravagant, and he's kind of small, and <laughs> they just keep gesturing. Hmm, I see. Well, it's good that you've met so many dragon kind. Well, I thought he was going to kill us when we first met him. Hmm. Well, you seem to have a knack for turning foes into friends. I just believe in the good in everyone. He gives you a smile. I think that's a very special quality. Thank you. He picks up the tea kettle, and he refills your cup. Thank you. So is it normal to have this many wings? Like, it's a lot. Oh, like, no, not at all. Oh, God. No. I mean, you're obviously some kind of conglomeration of the two, so. Yeah. It's fine. Well, as long as you're not disgusted, it makes me feel a little bit better. Of course not. I think there's okay. only one other person tonight I need to visit. Mm. That's good. Oh, very well. I will bid you adieu then, and good journeys to you, soul. Thank you, and I hope that everything here stays exactly how you want it. It certainly will. Good. I'll see you in a little bit, okay? Of course. 
So we'll shrink down to halfling size, bow, and then start to head out of the spire. Zul gives you a smile and then raises a single claw to wave goodbye. So sweet. Why is he so kind? I love him. Alright, right. so you're outside of Zell's spire. That would bring me... The last place I can go is to visit Hildy. Okay. You concentrate for a moment, and you find yourself outside of Hildegard's hut. The sun is getting low in the sky, and you see that there doesn't appear to be any movement outside the hut. Mm-hmm. Make a perception check while you're out oh, there. Sure. Also, are you still halfling-sized? Oh, no. I, I'm sure once I left the spire, I just went back to Androsol. Okay. Let's see. 29. Okay. The gardens are unkempt. I'm I'm going to look at my string for Hildy. It leads inside the hut. Okay. I'm going to knock on the door. I'm not currently taking visitors. Hildy, it's me, Sol. Sol? Oh, one moment. You hear some things rattling around inside the hut. The door will open, and you see Hildegard standing before you. She looks disheveled more than normal. Like, her hair's out of place, her hat's missing. She generally just doesn't look as vibrant and full of life as she did the last time you were here. Oh, uh, hello there, soul. I'm gonna hug her. You hug her, and you can feel her pulling back from you a little bit as you're doing that. Uh, I don't deserve this. All right. Thank you. And I'm gonna keep holding her. Okay. After a few more seconds, you feel one of her hands will kind of wrap around your back. And then another, and then another, and then her final arm, and then her head will rest down on your shoulder. And I'll pet the back of her head. I just, I still, still see it every time I sleep. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry we did that to you. I'm so sorry, Hildy. I'm so sorry. I just... I know it wasn't easy, and we asked the worst possible thing from you, and I am so Sorry, but I'm here. uh, For a while, I I couldn't eat, and I just couldn't think about anything else. Now, I'm I'm getting better, I think. It just takes time. I I swore it off, and this is what I get. I should have known better. No, none of us would have known. It's not... I know you did it, and that pain will probably never leave, but know that none of us are upset with you. If anything, we just wish we didn't do that to you. Sweetness, I'm upset with myself. I know. And no one else. I don't blame you or your friends. And that's okay. We don't blame you. And I don't know if you'll ever forgive yourself, but please let me comfort you. Hildy, I love you. You're a wonderful person. It's been a real long time since someone said they loved me. Well, I hope it's not terrible coming from my mouth. Not at all, sweetness. Not at all. She kind of buries her head into your neck and continues hugging you. Yeah, she needs a good hug. So we'll let her be there for as long as she needs. She kind of holds it for a little while and then snaps out of it very suddenly. Oh, where are my manners? Do you want some... I think I still have some tea. How about I mix it for you? And you relax a little, okay? Uh, sorry. Mind the mess, alright? Do you want me to clean up for you? No, you don't have to don't have trouble to. yourself on my account. It's fine, truly. I just, I suppose I've let, I've let the cottage get a little bit out of hand. I'm going to quietly be doing prestidigitation to clean up here and there when she's not looking in certain areas. You find 
just bits of trash and random food containers and glass shards and the house has become a bit of a mess to say the least the kitchen is extremely disheveled looks like the fireplace hasn't been lit in a long time the water basins are empty soul's just quietly cleaning subtly as they can with magic (laughs) now you sit down right there i'm gonna make you some sweet tea okay you got it sugar she sits down and watches you soul heat up some water over the fire getting the leaves ready and everything and then finding a little device to strain the leaves in the hot water with Mm -hmm. mixing sugar in there because you gotta mix it when it's hot or else it doesn't count as sweet tea that's right and Solo go through all these motions slowly cleaning up here and there with spells (laughs) and once the tea's cooled down enough they'll place one in front of Hildy and one in front of themselves okay make a wisdom check please Oh no. Twelve. You take a sip of it and it is a very mediocre sweet tea. It is sweet tea. You succeeded. You made sweet tea. <laughs> Sol looks embarrassed. Hildegard drinks it and she actually smiles. It's delicious. Thank you. You're welcome, Hildy. Now, y'all didn't just come out here just to see little old me. What can I do for you? I was wondering if you would mind attending my wedding in a couple weeks on the equinox. That's in... What day is it? Oh, uh, it's March 6th. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Sweet. Merciful Lord. Well, uh, it appears time has gotten away from me. She kind of blinks a few times, reaches a hand up and touches the top of her head. Where is my hat? Well, uh, of course. Uh, Is there anything that you would like me to bring to the wedding? I suppose you're doing a standard uh, gift-giving? Oh, I don't need gifts, Hildy. I I do want to warn you about something, though. Oh, what is that? The enemy will probably be there. Hmm. And which enemy is this? Oh, uh, I can't... Um, the, the reason the barrier's up? Hmm. I can go over it again with you, Hildy, if you want. I see. It's... it's fine. Well, and you need... well, I suppose you'd like... Someone to be there that can handle themselves if something goes down. That's true, but I also don't want to make you do anything you don't want to do. But on the other hand, I'd like you to be there just to, you know, be there. Well, if I'm if I'm going to put someone in the ground, Sugar, it may as well be someone who deserves it this time. <laughs> thank so, you. Thank you. You you know just when to show up. You know that. I have a good habit of doing that. Apparently, I'm sorry it took me so long. <sighs> I'm sorry the sweet tea is atrocious. <laughs> you mean delicious, dear. The sweet tea is delicious. You are the sweetest part of that tea, Hildy. <laughs> I try my best, but I don't think I'm going to be a chef anytime soon. Nonsense. Before you know it, you'll be making the best sweet tea in that whole elven forest of yours. <laughs> That's true. Life's been pretty stressful lately. Yeah, it has. Soul reach out a hand and grasp one of Hildy's. But I'm glad I'm here right now. She moves another hand on top of yours, grasps it. Thank you for visiting. Anytime, Hildy. You want me to clean up the rest of your house? Oh, no, please don't trouble yourself anymore, dear. I, I like spoiling people. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you you don't have to do that, alright? I just... I'm aware. I'm capable of handling myself. I just let this place go a bit because I was feeling down. Okay. 
Well, nonetheless, I'm always listening. If you need to call out to me, I can come in an instant. That's real good to hear. I don't think I'll be calling for help anytime soon. I'm more than capable of handling my own troubles. Oh, I'm aware. I'm aware. Just, uh, let me see. She kind of moves away from the table, clears her throat, waves a few of her hands, and says an incantation. And all of the trash and bits on the floor will start to, like, shake and wobble and then levitate off the ground. And then they will find themselves into their proper places. So all the shards of glass will find their way into a wastebasket. Overturned potted plants will refill their own dirt and stand back up. And within a moment, the cottage is back to looking pristine. There. I, I do feel a bit embarrassed that you had to see this place in such a state of disarray. I'm perfectly fine, Hildy. I think I can handle a couple of visual differences than normal. Ah, uh, my manners are just the worst today. How have you been? Aside Pretty from... off. <laughs> oh, uh, would... <laughs> I'd like to hear it if you're willing to share. So, I made an agreement with the enemy, not knowing that he was the enemy. Fun. Mm. And this was a binding agreement? Oh, yeah. So, what are you liable for now? Oh, you know... Just wants me to take down the barrier on things. And if you don't? Well, he said he that I didn't want to know mm, what would happen. An open-ended threat. How very cliche. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he can hear everything I've said so far, so... Oh, well, that's <sighs> even more interesting. So he eavesdrops as well. Yeah, our souls are bound. Soul bindings are difficult spells to undo. Thel said he might... Uh, Dragon in the Merry Valley said he might know a way to undo it, so... Hmm. Well, there's hope after all, then. It's a conversation to have in the future. <laughs> Indeed. But we have one step ahead of us that's currently in two weeks. <laughs> I will be there, dressed in my nicest finery. <laughs> I'm sure you'll look lovely, Hildy. Hmm. I will have you know that I always look lovely. You do. As soon as I find my hat. Hmm. She looks around and then gives up immediately. Ah. <laughs> I'll find it. It'll crop up eventually. Huh. I know you will. You're a very strong person, Hildy. Hmm. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything I can do for you while you're here? No, I wanted to invite you to my wedding, and well, I'm glad I came when I did. Me too. I just, I'm sorry I wasn't here sooner. I should have. Don't apologize. I'm sure you were on very important business, dealing with, well, the fate of the world, it seems. Yeah, this has been, um... Quite the experience. Kind of wish I stayed home sometimes at this point. <laughs> it would have certainly uncomplicated things. Yeah, but I wouldn't trade the world for all the people I've met. Gives you a reason to defend it, doesn't it? Soul nods. Well, then it might just be the key to win in this whole thing. Love. Exactly. Right. I'm putting my faith in my love. Sounds like a good place to put it. Well, again, feel free to call me at any time, Hildy. Even if it's just for tea. Of course. I will do just that. In the meantime, Sol stands up and bows and takes one of Hildy's hands and kisses it. I must be off back to my friends. Huh. Aren't you just the charmer? Come I am. To, come into a lady's home, give them just the biggest hug, make them tea, clean their house, and then kiss their hand. Why, if I didn't know better, I would think you had, well, just the fiercest intentions with me. Only if you want me to. <laughs> An eyebrow raises. <laughs> Pardon me. Sol playfully smiles. Why? Now I do believe you're being downright flirtatious. <laughs> well, Hildy, apparently I live a really long time now, so... 
Just gotta learn to kick it, I guess. I mean, elves do live quite a long time, but I wouldn't exactly say it's forever. A bit longer now. Pardon? <laughs> Instead of just the elf life cycle, it's a, it's a bit longer now. Mm, about how long do you think? Oh, I was told eternity. <laughs> huh. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> so, I'm a very open person, Hildy, but I believe both of us have things to take care of in our lives currently. I see, of course. Well, I wouldn't want to get too forward then. We have plenty of time to <laughs> figure this out. But thank you for helping helping my get my head back on straight, I suppose. You're always welcome. Well, I will see you in a few weeks. True. I gotta see if my friends burnt down any buildings on their way to wherever my other self was leading them. <laughs> Interesting. Well, <laughs> best of luck to you then. Thank you, Hildy. See you soon. Soul nods, steps out the door, and then teleports away. All right. You feel a presence with you, and it seems to disapprove of your actions. I wonder why. Soul will stop where they are, I guess. You want to say something? Do I need to? No. Soul. Yes, Krishna. I love you. You know this. You love everyone, Krishna. Of course. Then you know that I take no enjoyment in having to punish you. It hurts me deeply to have to do that. Soul's gonna head to the tower. You appear at the tower. You're in a room with a round table, eight sides. One of the chairs is pulled back. Soul goes into the room. Okay. You walk into the room there. You see the other seven chairs are pushed into the table. The eighth chair is pulled out. You hear a voice coming from everywhere and nowhere at once. Soul. Yes? You know very well that what I'm doing is for the betterment of the entire cosmos. Soul doesn't answer. Yet you still stand to make a very, very big mistake. I do not want you to make this mistake. As I have said before, I would much rather you be with me on this rather than against me. It would be better for you and better for everyone. It would eliminate so much pain from this world. Well, I believe our sentiments are the same and yet different. I wish you were with me, too. I see. So your mind is made up? I haven't done anything other than inform people. Soul has their arms crossed as they look around the room. Krishna. Yes, Soul? I, in a way, do want to help you. In a way. In a way. In what way, Soul, do you want to help me? Well, I feel very conflicted. I'm simply letting you know what's happening. You're also talking to someone who doesn't believe that perfection exists. It does exist. And I've seen it with my own eyes. Then... It was, it was fleeting. But I know it can be recaptured. It just seems like it's only you who truly wants this. The gods stand as parasites over this world. You cannot trust them. They're fickle, and they wish only to further their own interests. You know this is true. I, I agree with the fickle and, and their own interests. I, I agree with you on that end. I speak only the truth to you now. I have the best interest of the cosmos at heart. That is what I am doing. I am trying to better this whole system. And I'm trying to do so with the least amount of bloodshed and pain as possible. That is why I was hoping and counting on your help. You could deliver this world painlessly, without strife, without conflict, and you would be able to fix things. 
Uh, if, as I fear, you are having doubts and are planning on resisting, then it will only prolong the suffering that has to take place here. Do not do this for amusement. I do not relish this task, but it is something that I must do. Do you understand, Sol? I understand that you need to do this. I understand that you want to do this. It's not my want. It's not? No, it is a need. Mm. The cosmos needs correction. No one else seems to have the willpower or the desire to make it true. It falls to me to fix this. How come no other angels agreed with you? They all follow orders. None of them question. None of them think. They only do what they're told. One day my eyes opened. I'll think about it. So... Come here and speak to me face to face. The room around you shifts, and you're in a featureless void. It's uh, white in all directions. You're floating, and before you floats Ish. So... Yes? I'm begging you, do not go through with this plan. <sighs> I know you have seen the other members of the Eight. I know that I have had to correct one of their number already. I do not wish to repeat it. I look through Ish. So, Ish is, I described it before, angelic, shining, with metallic gold eyes, brilliant, white-feathered wings. You look through Ish, and you see a pale reflection of the same thing. His robes are covered in blood and dust. His eyes are pits of oil, and his wings are darkened with soot. He looks tired and hungry. Pity is on Sol's face. Krishna? Yes, Sol? Nothing excuses the fact that you still withheld information from me to trick me. I do not see it as withholding information. I see it as telling it from a different point of view. But I have delivered on everything I have promised. You asked for power, and I delivered it. You asked Indeed, for Indeed, you told me nothing in return. I made sure I asked that. That was a plan lie. not charge you for what I have done. I did not make you pay a price. Not yet. And I, never, not... I never wished to. Do not force my hand in this. The fact that you can't see that you're trying to force me to do things is abysmal. Soul's face just looks at Ish as if he's just the saddest creature in existence currently. You might be right, actually. <laughs> that actually might be the truth. <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Your friends are waiting for you. I genuinely wish we could have been. Best of luck, Soul. I'm gonna need it. And Krishna. Yes. I'm sorry. Me too. Soul kind of gets closer to him and just lightly puts a hand on his shoulder and removes it and goes away. Alright, you dissolve from the area and return back with the party. Alright. Fade to black. listening. 
As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDND. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time! <laughs>